In a letter written to Congress by 10 retired FBI agents, including former directors, assistant directors, and special agents in charge, every concern facing the American people over our invaded border was verified. Quote, the surge in numbers of single military-aged males descending upon American cities and towns is alarming and perilous. Additionally, they are not just from terror-linked regions, but from China and Russia as well, hostile adversaries of the United States with aspirations to devastate national infrastructure. For these reasons, elements of this recent surge are likely no accident or coincidence. These men are potential operators in what appears to be an accelerated and strategic penetration, a soft invasion designed to gain internal access to a country that cannot be invaded militarily in order to inflict catastrophic damage if and when enemies deem it necessary. Well, now we know for a fact the United Nations is funding the migrant crisis. We can stop guessing. Uh, from the Center for Immigration Studies, United Nations budgets million for U.S. bound migrants in 2024. Public documents show cash handouts to help feed, transport and house people headed for the U.S. border. You know, in a nutshell, the United Nations and its advocacy partners are planning to spread the 372 million in cash and voucher assistance and multi-purpose cash assistance to some 624,000 immigrants in transit to the United States during 2024. Does this look honestly like this would stop anybody? It's a joke. And G Governor Abbott, for three years, have just been letting people in millions at a time, and now he's making a stand over this, over this. That's what this is all about. I'm just trying to put it in perspective for people. That's all I'm trying to do. The truth is the truth, no matter how it looks. And that's the truth. Take a look at it one more time. This is what it's about, America, right here. This cheap wire that they can come over here and cut themselves. President Biden's threat to force Texas Governor Abbott to face the consequences should Texas not abide by the Biden administration's demand that razor wire be removed from the Texas border so that millions more non-naturalized military-aged men can flood the border to go who knows where to prepare for who knows what has so far resulted in the White House freezing new natural gas export licenses as if Biden were sanctioning a foreign enemy. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, World Economic Forum member and reoccurring Davos attendee, was on the other side of the world in India, opening a back door for globalization in Texas with the Texas Economic Development Corporation. Yeah, it's not a coincidence that he went to Mumbai. Keep in mind, Mumbai is, well, the beginning of the new Indo-European corridor. Just like I-69 down there in McAllen and other places down there in Brownsville, those three feeders that then go up to Detroit. Keep in mind, World Economic Forum also has a big presence in Detroit. But the bottom line is a lot of this is about trade corridors. These little fights are like swatting mosquitoes. Don't get killed in Eagle Pass. Uh, this is, this is, uh, we got a much bigger thing going on. We've got a much bigger fish to fry. None of this makes sense. A real president following his duty wouldn't disregard our national security to the level of treason. We are sitting idly by waiting on a false flag. 
to be followed by martial law and the cancellation of the 2024 election. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I noticed this new exclusion. Treatment of an injury or sickness which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. This is not typical. Check this out. They actually have the camouflage clothes of the illegal aliens hanging up in the tree. So these are the illegals that don't want to get caught. These are the so-called runners. This camp that's partially funded by Pima County that is operated under the Universalist Unitarian Church out of Tucson, Arizona, is aiding and abetting cartel runners directly into Arizona. The border is an open bleeding wound slashed repeatedly by the United Nations infiltration of Agenda 2030. This is no longer clouded by speculation. This is exactly what is happening. Prepare now. John Bound reporting. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab and you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. It's Monday, January 29th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Welcome to The American Journal, folks. I am Chase Geyser, your host this morning. Filling in for the great Harrison Smith. His family is sick with the flu this morning, but he'll be back at it tomorrow morning. So I'll be filling in. Until then, tomorrow I will be heading to the border with a crew from InfoWars, a couple of security folks, and a camera crew. And we are going to be figuring out what is going on and trying to get any story we possibly can about some of the developments going on at the border. In the meantime, there is so much news to cover. I did the Sunday Night Live show last night and was able to talk about some of these developments. But there are a couple of things that I want to reiterate. I'm going to run clip 10 here in a second about E. Jean Carroll. Obviously, there were more developments this week regarding that civil suit against President Trump for these allegations of sexual misconduct and defamation regarding his relationship or some alleged interaction with Eugene Carroll between Eugene Carroll and Donald Trump in the 90s in some department store. And it's really a he said, she said situation. And there's no evidence to support it. There's no DNA evidence. We know that the defense was denied things like witnesses, experts, and other aspects of the defense that they wanted to bring to the court in order to set up President Trump for success in proving his innocence. But they were unable to because the judicial system in our country is absolutely corrupt. 
And so there's really no way to know for sure whether or not Trump is guilty of any of these things that he he allegedly did. It is really a he said, she said sort of situation. So if you liked Trump going into this little controversy, then chances are you think he was probably innocent. And if you didn't like Trump going into this controversy, chances are you probably think that he was guilty. Of course, neither predisposition means that he actually is innocent or is guilty, but there is a substantial amount of character evidence, I believe, that seems to indicate that Trump is innocent. And it's not just the character evidence, but it's the circumstantial evidence as well. Because it doesn't really make sense that Donald Trump, one of the wealthiest men in the world, certainly incredibly wealthy in the 90s as a real estate mogul, doesn't make any sense that he would choose this sort of unattractive woman who happens to be a hyper-feminist and also happens to have a very widely read column as his victim of some sort of a sexual assault. Why would you choose somebody who is obviously going to go to the public and have a tremendous audience that is going to believe them? It just doesn't make any sense. After all of the people that Donald Trump could be with, after all of the beautiful women that he could associate with and could be intimate with, after all the beautiful women that have been in his life for decades, why is it that anybody would believe E. Jean Carroll in this particular situation? I don't want to victim blame here or suggest that just because she's less attractive than some of the other women Trump is associated with, that something bad didn't happen to her. But it just doesn't add up according to everything we know about Trump and everything we know about E. Jean Carroll. And I didn't really know much about her until this week. I was surprised with this video we're going to run where I was met. And I'm going to show you the whole video. It's, it's, it's about six minutes long. I'm going to run the whole thing because I could not believe how obviously just sort of sick and unhinged this woman is. We've seen the famous clip of her speaking with Anderson Cooper talking about how rape is a sexual fantasy for most people. And she has a really awkward moment, of course, where she says, you're fascinating to talk to to Anderson Cooper after she says that rape is a sex fantasy. But this is even more disturbing to me than that awkward moment with her and Anderson Cooper. This is disturbing to me because there are so many different character flaws that are just expressed in this video. The vanity, the narcissism, the self-righteousness, the hyper-feminism, even the fact that she celebrates not having any children in her 70s sort of corresponds or correlates to the depopulation agenda that the globalists are constantly propagating and promoting all over the world. And I can't really think of a single redeeming characteristic about her or a single thing about her, especially in this video, that makes me think that she's telling the truth about anything at all. Let's go ahead and run it. People read an advice column because they want to say, oh, my God, thank God that's not me. I like to stay up late, I like to sleep late, and I like to live like 90 in between. I get up around noon, and I stagger outside out the store, and I throw open my arms, and I thank God I don't have children. Then I go back in, stagger into my office, and start reading a stack of ASCII gene letters. 
I never thought much went on in the morning anyway. Women have facials in the morning. They have their hair done. Not me. I like getting up at noon. My personal life is fascinating. I started writing at about the age of six and a half, fed with a daily, daily diet of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. I wanted to be Ann and Abby. Oh, here, hang on. I have something that explains the ASCII gene column in a perfect, perfect thing. Here I come through here. This is what I've been doing for 25 years. I'm a cheerleader. People get down and depressed and a little confused and they need help. This is what I do. I yell and I scream and I um, help them get through their difficulties. The secret to the advice column is I don't know anything. It's the people who've been writing to me for 25 years who taught me everything. Those are the people you can't read a stack of e-gene letters without learning more than reading Shakespeare. You want to see some old ASCII gene. All these are ASCII gene, ASCII gene, ASCII gene. I have every single letter that's ever been sent to me. I have shopping bags full of actual stationery with letters. This man has given his uh, wife a $30,000 engagement ring. He wants her to give him a $6,000 watch. Well, she did, but it wasn't enough because then he wanted a Rolex. How she's handled this is she's had an affair with somebody at the office. The questions have remained the same. They want love. They want to be a size six. They want their children to do well. They want to have a purpose in life. They want those same things. And that, that has never changed. The answer is in their question. You just find out what they want to do, and then you tell them to do it. I am so tormented and confused by my obsession with my ex-boyfriend from college. Here's the last line. It's been 22 years since we broke up. I understand you. She and I have a lot in common. Oh, we do not want to look at our emails. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Oh. I worry so much about the people who write in. I am so real. See these eyes? Look, look at the bags under my eyes. I worry at night when I'm in bed because, you know, a line from me can change your life. Now, whether it changes for the better or for the worse, I don't know. As you see, I have stacks of L's here and there and everywhere. I get sent one every month. Sometimes, if I'm very good, they send me two. I could not answer the questions coming into the ASCII gene column if I was in New York City. You can't think in New York if you're dating 16 people, which I would be doing if I were in New York. You go to the woods to find out who you are, and then you find out who you are, and you're even happier than when you came. It's wonderful.
I call it the mouse house because some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Tversky lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs. Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Tits, Bloody, and Hepburn. The streams and the rivers were dry, and I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that tree and then I did this tree. And then pretty soon I'd done this whole forest. Oh my God! What's the best piece of advice I've ever given? What a horrible question to ask an advice column. Oh my God! Hang on. Eat, drink, and be merry. That's it. That's my advice. And I don't know what to tell you. I understand that some people are artists and some people are, are eccentric and have different sort of idiosyncrasies or details about their personality that make them seem odd. But this is someone who has sort of built a world around himself in the middle of nowhere where no one can bother her, where she surrounds herself with herself. I mean, she takes in all these animals. She names them these atrocious things that totally align with her personality. She has this shed up in her yard where she writes all of the authors or books that were great inspirations to her on the shed. She's basically built a shrine to herself in the middle of nowhere. She celebrates the fact that she has no family, she has no kids. It's probably a good thing that she has no kids. And you can just tell that there's a maniacal bend going on, almost like a manic bend going on with Eugene Carroll. And it doesn't mean that she's lying for sure, but it is one sort of character observation that we can make the show maybe this this person isn't the most credible in terms of making an accusation against perhaps the most famous person in the world maybe this person actually does have sort of a tendency to want attention for herself she's got her pink hair and she's got her polka dot car and She's got her own column and she loves being approached in the street because it flatters her ego that she's recognized in the street. It just, it makes more sense to me that she's making it up than that it's true. And obviously the law is atrocious in New York for this because there's a statute of limitations on crimes. And when the statute of limitations is up, they're just allowing the pursuit of civil cases. Civil suits for the same crime. So though this happened 30 some years ago, allegedly, if at all, probably not at all. She's able to come out after Donald Trump becomes president of the United States, after he's an even bigger celebrity than he was in the 90s. She's able to wait for him to amass a fortune again. And then just make these accusations. And in the context of the Me Too movement, everybody just believes it must be true. And, of course, for the Democrats, it's very politically convenient to say that it's true, to push that it's true. But $83 million? 
I think that was the ruling, the most recent ruling, $83 million because he said he was innocent in this defamation case. Where by saying he was innocent, he implicitly said she was lying, which was defamation because maybe he did it, but he didn't. And it just goes to show these distractions and the extent to which the left is willing to lie and be obnoxious and just abuse the judicial system with this lawfare. This, of course, all while our border is being invaded. Over 10 million since Biden took office. Over 10,000 a day crossing the border. To the point now where we're in a constitutional crisis because the state of Texas wants to protect the border. The federal government says you can't protect the border. The Texas can't protect the border. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration. And now there's sort of this stand down happening between the state guard of Texas and the federal government. Where it's very possible that Joe Biden is going to invoke the Insurrection Act and try to nationalize the Texas state guard. In which case, we don't really know what members of the state guard are going to do. Are they going to side with the governor and not recognize this nationalization or are they going to side with the federal government and if they don't side with the federal government does that mean that there's going to be a hot conflict actual physical conflict between the state of texas and the federal government we've got all these other states that are backing up texas now i believe over 25 states if not 26 states now have announced that they're in support of Governor Abbott in Texas and what it's doing to protect our border. Obviously, the federal government is failing to protect the border, but not only failing to protect the border, but sponsoring this invasion itself to the point where when states offer to put up barbed wire or barriers or actually enforce the laws that we have in our nation, the federal government sues those states for doing the job the federal government's supposed to be doing in the first place. And we don't really even know why. I guess we could deduce why. One theory is that the federal government is concerned about the decline of the U.S. population over the course of the 21st century. And in the event that there is a substantial decline in our population, which it looks like there's going to be if you look at the birth rates and the fertility rates in this country, then that means that there's going to be a tremendous decline in the workforce in the United States of America. So it's possible that the Democrats are trying to import that workforce because we aren't breeding it fast enough. And they're trying to do this for sort of a long-term strategy to prop up the economy to ensure that there's actually enough people to do the labor that the economy requires as the baby boomers retire and then, of course, die. And, of course, my inclination is, all right, well, if we have a population crisis, if we have a population problem, I'm on Team Humanity. I'm with Alex Jones on this. I'm with Elon Musk on this. Why don't we encourage people to have kids, to have families? But the left knows that if we encourage the nuclear family, then that means people will put family before the state. That means that our population will trend conservative with the nuclear family. After all, we know that people who are Democrats in college and then get a job and then get married and then have kids are likely to become conservative as they start bringing up children of their own and paying attention to what's going on in the school system and thinking about the future of the nation and taking on sort of a more responsible mindset. 
So the left knows that it can't actually support or promote the nuclear family in order to solve this population problem. So the best thing they can do is just import thousands, millions actually, of Democrats into the country from all over the world through the southern border to fill that workforce void without risking losing any sort of political leverage in the country. And the crazy thing about it is, while our Republican governors send these migrants all over the country, it looks as if they are doing these Republican states a service. When Abbott sends these migrants to New York City or San Francisco or whatever sanctuary cities they're being sent to, it's like, oh, great, yeah, you're getting them out of Texas. But the problem is, when we send these Democrats, these migrants, to these Democratic states... They get counted in the census in the Democratic states, and the more people you have in your state, the more representatives you get in the House of Representatives. It's based on the census. The more electoral votes you get in the Electoral College. So by sending them to all these sanctuary cities, we're actually increasing Democratic representation in the House of Representatives of the United States government. So they're importing them. They don't care whether or not they flip swing states. They just know that they're going to guarantee their long-term representation in the House of Representatives, and they're going to guarantee their leverage in the Electoral College over time, even if we send them to these sanctuary cities. That's why they don't care. They just import them by 10,000 a day, at least 10,000 a day. Some people estimate that over 22 million people in this country right now are illegal migrants. A tremendous number. And so that would explain why the Democrats are not only failing to protect the border, but actually sponsoring this invasion because they know that they're ensuring the political power and leverage and weight of the Democratic Party throughout the entire 21st century. Now, the intelligence community doesn't seem to care. Obviously, they're supposed to care. They're supposed to be concerned with things like national security. And having the border wide open is a tremendous security vulnerability, right? But they seem to be totally fine with allowing this to happen, with supporting this invasion, with denying that it's even a problem to begin with. And the reason I think is because they want a terrorist attack to happen in the United States. Because terrorist attacks are how we get involved as a nation explicitly in conflicts overseas. When funding the war in Ukraine isn't enough, when funding Israel isn't enough, when funding the defense of Taiwan isn't enough, and we actually want boots on the ground, we need some sort of catalyst to justify that intervention. You go back to World War II, we saw the same thing happen with Pearl Harbor. You go to Vietnam, saw the same thing happen, false flag operations. You go to the wars that we had over the last 20 years in the Middle East, 9-11, they knew it was coming. They allowed it to happen. Alex Jones predicted on March 6th of 2001 that a plane would fly into the World Trade Center. In July, the same year, he predicted that they were going to blame it on Osama bin Laden. Both things came true. If Alex Jones knew, the government knew that it was coming. It was an inside job, or at least allowed to happen. And it was because we wanted, not we, but the intelligence community, wanted the United States involved in the Middle East so that we could protect the dollar as the global reserve currency. And right now, as we face this economic crisis, as we hear these conversations coming up from the likes of the United Nations or NATO or the World Economic Forum or the central bankers, 
about the importance of implementing this centralized digital currency, this new system, this great reset, this social credit score, this new type of money where we can track everything and control everything. As we hear this conversation arise, that there's this need for this major global economic reset where there's this just sort of new surveillance currency implemented across the entire face of the planet, apparently in the name of the most vulnerable, though I don't see how it could help them. As we see this conversation about a new currency continue to gain momentum, we see the United States closer and closer to engaging in World War III. It's not a coincidence. Basically, every war that we've been in, in my opinion, since the onset of the Federal Reserve at the beginning of the 20th century, has been for the purpose of protecting the dollar's status in the global economy. And we find excuses to get into these conflicts so that we can protect the way that oil's traded. Yeah, we don't steal the oil. We don't need to steal the oil. We just have to make sure that the oil is traded in dollars. That's why when we went to Iraq, we didn't actually take any of the oil. People are like, oh, we didn't steal the oil. Yeah, but we still went there because of the oil. That's how it works, folks. We're going to go to a quick break and cover more news on the other side. In the meantime, go to InfoWarsStore.com and supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales. 40% off DNA Force Plus and 40% off the Real Red Pill Plus. 50% off if you get them together. Check it out at InfoWarsStore.com right now. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life. All at the same time, keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing 
attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and you're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, at least half of America's governors now backing Texas Governor Greg Abbott in his battle with the Biden administration over securing the border. They are all Republican. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is among them. Uh, she is at the border today in Eagle Pass, and she calls it a war zone. Governor, great of you to join us. We appreciate it. You say that you are proud of what Texas is doing. Tell us why. I am. I'm incredibly proud of Texas and the actions that they're taking. They're protecting their state sovereignty. Listen, this is Texas land. Shelby Park belongs to the state of Texas. It's a part of the United States of America, and the president is refusing to defend it from an invasion. So today was the deadline that President Biden gave Texas to uh, that they were going to start cutting down some of the razor wire. There has been uh, none of that happening here today, but I, as the governor of South Dakota, see the effects of Joe Biden ignoring federal law and allowing this invasion every single day in my home state. Uh, the funneling of the human trafficking and the drugs comes across this border, comes into my state through my tribal reservations. It devastates my people. That's why I'm proud to stand with Governor Abbott and uh, his people here that are working to keep America safe. Do you worry, Governor, that Texas might be seen as defying the Supreme Court, defying the federal government, especially when Republicans mainly support the makeup of this Supreme Court? You know, it's interesting, the decision that came out of the Supreme Court, they talked about the fact that Biden could take down concertina wire, a razor wire. Uh, Texas will put it back up. Uh, I think there'll be other legal challenges, but I'm proud of the fact that this state and 25 
other governors are standing and declaring and protecting our state sovereignty. Uh, Texas and those 13 original colonies would have never signed the treaty that formed the first constitution of the United States if they didn't think that their right to protect themselves and defend their own people was protected. Uh, so what Joe Biden is doing is threatening our state sovereignty. And if he does federalize the National Guard, the Texas National Guard, that'll be unprecedented. That is actually yep. activating federal guard to and telling them to stand down and not protect the United States. I don't think we've ever had soldiers activated and told that they were being activated so that they would not protect and defend the United States of America. So we're in unprecedented yep. times, and I'm incredibly proud of the men and women that are here on this border today, making sure that they're trying to slow down this invasion. Yeah, I'm gonna, I want to put these uh, full screens up. These are Fox News voter analysis from Iowa and New Hampshire. I know you can't see them. It simply says that immigration is the number one issue in both of those, Governor. And now, of course, you have the Biden administration saying that it's Republicans who don't want the border secure because they want to run on this. Do you believe that Congress can fix this mess down there? We need leadership. You know, leadership has consequences. So Congress could, but if you have a president that ignores federal law, uh, you know, no law that Congress passes will have, be effective then. You have to have a president in the White House that respects federal law and respects immigration law and wants law and order. What Joe Biden is doing is fundamentally remaking America. If you want to see what America will look like in another year, another two years of Joe Biden's administration, look to Europe. Look at what's happened yeah. there and the devastation that they're enduring. Will it never be the same? And, and my question is, is if we don't stand now, if we don't defend our border and protect our country right now, Yep. Um, where will we go? If they, we allow them to remake America, what other country is better? Uh, why not stand here and protect and defend this country right now and, and fix what is broken? And what's broken right now is Joe Biden. And finally, Governor, you're in the middle of the screen. On the right-hand side of the screen, we're showing all the razor wire against the Rio Grande. And I'm wondering, yesterday you said that you would bring razor wire to, Greg, to Governor mm -hmm. Greg Abbott. Did you bring razor wire down with you? Not today, but we do have some ready to go if they need it, and uh, I have told him that himself today. So, yes, we have plenty, and we'll bring the trucks down myself if we need to. Uh, Governor, thank you for your time. We know you're busy down there. We appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Sean Hannity here. So, hey, fascinating developments there. Obviously, the Biden administration could fix this problem immediately. There's a reason that there's a total fluctuation in terms of the problem at the border from administration to administration. It was a disaster under Obama. It was cool under Trump. Now it's a disaster again under Biden, Obama 2.0. And it's because the White House, the executive branch, President of the United States, has a lot of sway over how our border policies are executed. And they're acting like it's because they're trying to negotiate with Republicans aid for Ukraine and Israel, and Taiwan. And they're blaming Republicans for the crisis at the border because they're tying any sort of a border solution to the demand that Republicans fund these overseas wars that we've been against for basically ever since they started. And it's just so screwed up that of all the things to earmark, of all the policies to leverage, of all the blackmail in politics and just leverage and coercion and manipulation and Machiavellianism, it is so screwed up that the Democrats have decided that they are going to open the border 
wide open, make the American people as vulnerable as possible to literally anyone from all over the world just coming across in order to pressure Republicans in leadership to fund Nazis in Ukraine or to fund Israel against Hamas or to fund defenses for Taiwan against a potential annexation by China. So this isn't just some normal sort of blackmail. This isn't some normal sort of political leverage or earmarking or tit for tat or quid pro quo. This is the Democrats literally saying we will make the American people as vulnerable as possible to terrorism, to the cartel, to human trafficking, to all the crimes associated with the wide open border until Republicans take the taxpayer money and give it to our foreign so-called allies. That's how screwed up this is. And we know that DeSantis, excuse me, we know that Biden could take care of this right away. I'm going to show this clip of DeSantis. That's why I said his name. I'm going to run clip 19 here in a second. But Biden has no intention to close the border, and even if he did, it's too late. Plus, he doesn't need Republicans to pass this legislation in order for him to do what he's got to do at the border. He could just... Call it an emergency and solve the problem. Let's go ahead and run 19. This border deal is a farce. Joe Biden already has the authority to shut the border down. He could declare it a national emergency. He could stop the invasion cold if he wanted to. He does not want to. He wants to let people in. And we know that there are people from all over the world that have come in illegally. We know from hostile countries. We know it's weakened the United States. It's also destroying this nation's sovereignty. Now, this so-called deal... Uh, purports to give him tools so that he could actually close the border. The reality is, is it's green lighting up to 5,000 illegals every single day. That's 1.8 million plus uh, over the course of a year, which they're codifying into law as saying that's an appropriate number of illegal entries. I think the appropriate number of illegal entries is zero. And our policy should reflect that, that we do not want people coming to this country illegally. We should not be giving benefits and work permits to people that have come to this country illegally. So Biden has the authority. Uh, he doesn't have the will. Uh, he doesn't have the political uh, philosophy to want to wanna actually solve the problem. Meanwhile, the country continues to get weaker uh, and the problem is going to continue to persist. So this is a question of leadership. It's a question of will. Uh, but to codify 1.8 million illegal entries every year with a piece of legislation, uh, I think would make the problem worse. I think it would incentivize people to keep coming to this country illegally. And we should not have anybody coming to this country illegally if we're doing our jobs right. We're going to get more into it after this break. In the meantime, visit InfoWarsStore.com because there's no better time to make sure that you're boosting your natural systems and getting your essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients than now. In this time of need, it's especially crucial that we're giving our bodies what they need to function at optimum health. And with the brand new sales available at InfoWarsStore.com, we're making it easier than ever for you to do so. Check them out today at InfoWarsStore.com to save 50% and supercharge your body's defenses today. And remember, your purchase of these products is a 360 win. You get super high-quality items, and you help launch the InfoWars to the next level. Check it out at InfoWarsStore.com right now and be the reason we are still on the air. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. 
But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter, and you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
back to the American Journal, folks. I am Chase Geyser, your host this morning. Filling in for the great Harrison Smith. He'll be back tomorrow. Got a sick family today. So we've been talking about the border, this issue at the border. We started out with Eugene Carroll and how it's a distraction and how the real criminals are the Democrats. And we talked about the real reason why they're allowing this to happen. And it's it's sort of two-faced. It's The first part of it is because they want to bring as many of these migrants into the country as possible, send them to Democratic states so that these Democratic states, whenever there's a census, will have an increased number of representatives in the House of Representatives. And they'll also get a disproportionate representation in the Electoral College this way. That's the first reason. Second reason is because the intelligence community wants a terrorist attack to happen so they can use it as an excuse to get us involved in World War III. And we know that they're preparing for World War III for a number of different reasons. All we have to do is connect the dots. And I'll just start here. Struggling to meet recruiting goals, the U.S. Navy says high school diploma is no longer needed. The Navy was one of three branches of the U.S. Armed Forces to announce they failed to meet their recruiting target last year. It's the latest branch of the United States Armed Forces to lower its recruitment standards after struggling to meet its yearly goal. So remember, they kicked everybody out of the military who refused to get the vaccine. Then they backpedaled and they reached out to all those who were kicked out and said, you can come back. Now they're advertising to new recruits that they won't have to be vaccinated for COVID at all. Now they're advertising to new recruits. All sorts of genders and sexualities and orientations are welcome. And for some reason, even though we aren't at war, our military is frantically trying to recruit as many people as possible. It's almost like they think we're going to be in war soon. And you take this recruiting sort of panic that's going on in the military and you pair it with this news that the largest ever NATO exercise to rehearse Russian attack on Europe is happening right under our noses. Now, when Alex posted about this, I believe this was a couple of weeks ago that he first mentioned this exercise. It got community noted on X. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I don't know if the crew noticed that. I think he briefly mentioned it on on air. And yes, it's true that there are exercises with NATO annually. And the community notes basically said this is an annual exercise. But what they totally disregard is that this is a record size and the nature of the exercise is a Russian attack on Europe. I mean, look at this. A massive NATO military exercise slated to run all the way through the end of May has kicked off. Exercise Steadfast Defender 24 is being hailed as the largest NATO exercise since the Cold War. Some 90,000 troops from all 31 member states will take part. Also... This next part's important. I I normally try not to read the entire article, but I want to read this next part. Also, Sweden, which is on the cusp of formally entering the alliance after Turkish parliament belatedly signed off, is expected to send troops and equipment. The alliance will demonstrate its ability to reinforce the Euro-Atlantic area via transatlantic movement of forces from North America, NATO statement said. Now, keep in mind that when Sweden was discussing joining NATO, of course, Sweden being a notoriously sort of a famously neutral nation when sweden announced that it would be joining i believe its defense minister said we are on the brink of war with russia we is in sweden and that once it joins nato which i believe is scheduled for july 
that the Swedes need to be prepared for a conflict with Russia. So NATO is NATO is expanding its members because it is sort of bracing for this war with Russia. And I don't know why NATO thinks and I don't know why the Biden Biden administration thinks that Russia wants to invade all of Europe. It just doesn't make sense that they would want to do that. After all, they want Europe to be their customer. I believe 71% of Russia's economy is based off of natural gas energy exports. And so it makes sense that they would want to take Ukraine or that they would want to take a portion of Ukraine so they could control exports from Russia to Europe without having to interact with NATO directly. But it doesn't make any sense that they would want to invade Poland or England or Germany. Why would they want to do that? It, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever that they would want to expand all the way into Europe. And then furthermore, on top of that, even if they did want to conquer Europe, even if Russia seriously had as part of its strategy over the next several years to just occupy and conquer all of Europe, like some war from 500 years ago or something. Can you think of a single problem that Europe has now that wouldn't be solved? I mean, when I'm thinking about this, I'm hearing these leaders on the left say, we have to stop Russia now by supporting Ukraine, because if we don't stop Russia now, then they're going to invade Europe. As if Russia invading Europe is a bad thing. I mean, at first it sounds terrible. Oh, gosh, we can't have a European occupation. That's like World War II all over again. These poor people, my, my kin, Western civilization. But then I look at footage of Europe and all I see are radical extremist Islamists in the streets shouting Aloha Akbar, praying at the same time. And they're migrants. They're not even from there. And nobody seems to recognize the cities that they grew up in. I mean, there's countless viral clips of Ireland or Scotland or London going around asking people what they think about the city that they're in now and that they grew up in and how different it is. And you can just see the natives, the Europeans, are distraught over the amount of change that's happened because since they joined the European Union, they've had to take all these migrants and all these refugees. And so I'm thinking to myself, wouldn't I rather see Europe occupied by Russian Orthodox Christians than radical extremist Islamic terrorist sympathizers? And so when I hear the Nikki Haley's or the Joe Biden's come out and say, we have to stop Russia now, otherwise they're going to occupy Europe, I'm thinking, what problem does Europe have that wouldn't be solved by a Russian occupation? And we're talking about a basically neo-capitalist country. It's not a communist country anymore. It's got Christian values. It doesn't give in to any of this sort of, sort of cultural Marxism that we're experiencing here, this wokeness that we're experiencing here, this critical theory that we're experiencing here in the United States or in Europe. It doesn't deal with this radical extremist Islamic sort of philosophy. It doesn't cope with that. Russia actually believes in something called national sovereignty, obviously, because it's not allowing itself to be bullied by NATO. And it shouldn't. And we shouldn't allow ourselves to be bullied by NATO or any of these other globalist organizations that we're a part of it's, as the United States of America. I mean, it's really harmed us and our people over the course of the last 50 years. 
that we've been involved in these organizations and sold out to the World Economic Forums and the NATOs and the UNs of the world. And so, first of all, it's not going to happen. I don't think Russia has any intention or desire to occupy or conquer all of Europe. But second of all, even if it did happen, wouldn't that make Europe a better place? I mean, I know it sounds a little last night. Obviously, I don't want this sort of European invasion to occur. A lot of innocent people would die. There would be rape and murder and bombings and destruction and historical buildings. I mean, it would be, it's tragic. All war is tragic. But what I'm seeing happen in Europe now is also tragic. I mean, this is a culture that has basically sacrificed itself. It has committed suicide for the sake of these sort of refugees and these migrants that absolutely hate it. In this act of just perpetual self-loathing, it's destroyed itself. Western civilization has committed suicide in Europe for the sake of inferior cultures, inferior philosophies, and inferior theologies. It's as simple as that. So we're recruiting like crazy. And NATO's doing these exercises like crazy because they want a war with Russia, not because Russia's actually going to instigate this war. And they're getting as many people involved in NATO as possible because ultimately they want to ensure that Ukraine wins this war. And they know that the only way Ukraine can win this war is if every other nation puts soldiers in Ukraine to physically fight the Russians. So Russia is not going to start World War III by invading beyond Ukraine. NATO is going to start World War III by getting involved directly in Ukraine with every nation to prevent Russia from winning the war. Because the international community is absolutely terrified at the notion of a Russian victory in Ukraine. They are terrified because they don't know who's going to lead Russia after Putin. They don't know who's going to be in control of perhaps the largest nuclear arsenal in the world after Putin. And that's why they wanted Ukraine in NATO. That's why they want as much leverage over Russia as possible economically, militaristically. Because they want to ensure that whether there's a nut job or not who leads Russia next, they can control that person. More on the other side, folks. Stick with us. Twenty-nine years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth of an accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Winter isn't coming. 
Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. On Monday, the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the Biden administration is legally allowed to open the border by force to cut down razor wire along the Rio Grande sector of the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas. The usual suspects voted for this, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, Kentaji Brown-Jackson, but they were joined by so-called conservative justices John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. So in response to this ruling, which shocked many, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, drafted a letter, not simply to the administration, but to the world. And here's part of what it says. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than six million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. Abbott goes on to say the state of Texas has the authority under the Constitution to, quote, protect itself, That authority is the supreme law of the land, and it supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And then, following very quickly, 25 other states with Republican governors signed a letter pledging their support to Texas and its constitutional right to defend itself and this country. Those states include Ohio, Florida, Utah, Nevada, and many others. And then the Biden administration responded. The administration threatened These states, and particularly Texas, with a, quote, 24-hour deadline to allow Border Patrol to reopen the border and to take down the barbed wire. Clearly a collision course. What happens next? We're thankful to be joined now by Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, who joins us by phone from India. Governor Abbott, thank you so much for joining us. If the administration declares that it plans to federalize the National Guard of the state of Texas, your National Guard, what will be your response? Well, first, I'll be shocked. That would be a boneheaded move on his part, a total disaster. Uh, but for one, as you might imagine, we are prepared uh, in the event that that unlikely event does occur to, to make sure that we will be able to continue exactly what we've been doing over the past month, and that is uh, building these barriers, uh, and whether it be the Constantino wire or other uh, anti-climb border barriers, whatever we've been building, the Biden administration uh, is now trying to attack us because of it. Uh, and we will continue to do exactly what we're doing to expand our denial of illegal entry into the state of Texas. 
with state employees, I assume, not with National Guard. But can you envision a scenario in which you would put armed state employees on the border instead of the National Guard of Texas? We we do have other armed state employees uh, on the border as we speak right this minute. And uh, there's the Texas Department of Public Safety, as well as other law enforcement officers, as well as National Guard from other states. And you can be assured there will be more National Guard from other states and more law enforcement officers within the state of Texas and other states. And, Tucker, I just signed a law, a new law in the state of Texas that will go into effect on March the 5th that authorizes any law enforcement officer in the state of Texas to be able to arrest anybody coming across the border illegally. Have you spoken to the president or anyone from the Biden White House about what appears to be uh, an imminent collision? I have not, to be clear. Uh, I have spoken to the president about the border. Uh, I met him on a tarmac in El Paso and talked to him directly about what was going on. I handed him a letter that had in it immediate solutions he could take that would immediately secure the border without the need of any new law to be passed. Despite the fact that I handed him uh, on altogether eight different letters, he has refused to ever respond. My point in telling you that we have laid down the precursor of what's called Article Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution to show that uh, we have been invaded and we have demanded support from the president to safeguard our state, and they have refused to do so eight times, and that authorized me to uh, uh, declare an invasion under Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution to make sure that Texas is going to be able to use every tool in our arsenal to defend our state. Uh, of the couple of dozen Republican-led states who've pledged support All right, folks, for you. We're going to get more into this border story after this short one-minute break. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out the awesome deals that we have going on. Great products in stock that will supercharge your body's defenses this winter at InfoWarsStore.com. Stick with us. More on the other side. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Watching the American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. Crazy things happen and the border is wide open because our government wants us to be invaded and they want us to go to World War III because our corruption has tied knots in our foreign policy the point where we have to cover one lie with another lie and eventually one war with another war. And it seems perpetual. But people are waking up because this network, 
and others and other voices are telling the truth. And there is actually a Great Awakening happening. I highly recommend you check out the book, The Great Awakening by Alex Jones. It's a fantastic piece on what's happening and what is to come, I think, in the next several years, regardless of the outcome of this election in the fall. But we see that people are waking up. We see that the Elon Musks are waking up, that the Joe Rogans are waking up, that the Tucker Carlsons are waking up. Not that any of them were ever terrible people to begin with or anything like that, but there's an awareness of the level of corruption at the highest levels of world government and all the major superpowers. And this awareness is not because of any single expose. It's not because of any single document or news story that's broken, but it's because everyone, regardless of their political persuasion, has been lied to so many times by the establishment media, by the establishment intelligence community, the establishment political class, one way or the other, they've been lied to so many times that even though as a people and as a culture, we don't realize necessarily where to go for the truth or what the truth is, we do now know as a species, as team humanity, who the liars are. And it's encouraging because I see this report here. WHO chief admits that info warriors are hindering the new world order agenda. We're going to run clip number 23 here in a second so I can show you. The director general of the World Health Organization recently complained to his globalist colleagues because they are losing the information war. The WHO chief said their goal of achieving security and equity for people around the world is not easy due to fake news, lies and conspiracy theories. Let's check out what he says here in this clip. But if the final products do not change the status quo, and if they do not help to ensure collective security and equity, then we will have missed our chance to make history. This work is not easy. And it's occurring in a very difficult environment. The IMB and the IHR working group are operating amid a torrent of fake news, lies, and conspiracy theories. There are those who claim that the pandemic agreement and IHR will cede sovereignty to WHO and give the WHO Secretariat the power to impose lockdowns or vaccine mandates on countries. You know, this is fake news, lies, and conspiracy theories. You know these claims are completely false. You know that the agreement will give WHO no, no such powers because you are writing it. We cannot allow this historic agreement, this milestone in global health to be sabotaged by those who spread lies either deliberately or unknowingly. We need your support to counter these lies by speaking up at home and telling your citizens that this agreement and an amended IHR will not and cannot cede sovereignty to WHO and that it belongs to the member states. The reality is quite the opposite. You're safeguarding national sovereignty while strengthening global health security 
those two things are not mutually exclusive. It's not a zero-sum game. The agreement is negotiated <coughs> by countries, for countries, and will be implemented in countries. In accordance so he's coming out and criticizing national. the conspiracy theorists and fake news advocates and proponents for spreading doubt about the legitimacy or credibility or honesty of the WHO and whether or not some of their new policies that they've t been talking about, specifically around disease acts, would actually give the WHO the power to enforce lockdowns and things of that nature on the world. Well... It strikes me very funny because the whole world basically did whatever the WHO said during the last pandemic. So they already kind of seem to have that power. So to say that they don't have that power coming into this new pandemic that they're planning and coordinating seems to be really a mischaracterization of how this is going to play out. And the reason I wanted to show that is not only because it's fascinating, but also because when they're talking about fake news, when they're talking about these conspiracy theories, they're talking about MAGA Republicans. And when they're talking about MAGA Republicans, they're not talking about people who support Trump. Yes, MAGA Republicans support Trump, but they're afraid of you for more than the reason of supporting Trump or voting for Trump. They're afraid of MAGA because they're afraid of America first. America first is populist and it is a national sovereignty movement. Globalists hate nothing more than national sovereignty because globalism is the antithesis of national sovereignty. They want every nation to sacrifice its own sovereignty for this globalist government into this one world, new world order. And part of that is things like sacrificing or giving up your rights as a nation in accordance with whatever the WHO says or the WEF says or the UN says or NATO says or the European Union says. They are trying to conglomerate power, and that's why they hate MAGA Republicans so much. They say MAGA Republicans are domestic terrorists or that we're the greatest threat to national security or that we're some sort of just bigoted evil movement and that we're supporting this radical candidate and really the reason they hate MAGA Republicans so much is because MAGA Republicans believe that America should be put first by American leaders just as all leaders of every nation should put their own people first it's an anti-globalist movement and that's why they hate it that brings me to Tucker Carlson I want to show you this clip this is clip three Tucker was in Canada. He received a lot of flack for this interaction. But I want to show you this clip because after we watch this, we're going to watch the response to it from these leftist globalists in the Canadian government. And I want you to pay very close attention to their response. Let's start with clip three, please. Well, you know much about Stevie Gibbo. I don't know if I heard him. I'm wanting to learn less. Just go back. Look, 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 I, look, I find so offensive. I mean, you talk about what's sad. Uh, the disrespect to our province. This is a guy who is an environmental advocate. He's best known for stealing the CN Tower in opposition of fossil fuels when he was working as an environmental advocate. But he also scaled the house of our premier. So Broughton Hunt. Well, guy the engineer. He said, maybe he'd be better at that. But imagine somebody going and taking a criminal offense, going onto the wreath of our premier, that they make that person 
in charge trying to dictate to us how to pull our resources out of the ground, how to manage our natural resources, how to, how to manage our electricity grid. That's what Justin Trudeau has done. So I'm trying to get him fired, but we'd love her hell lot out there. Okay, so she admits that she's trying to get this Stephen Gobelt guy fired from the Canadian government. And they respond to this interaction with, with her and Tucker that we just watched in clip four. Let's watch clip four. Pay very close attention to how they characterize Tucker, how they characterize MAGA Republicans, and how they just immediately sort of create this straw man and go straight for an ad hominem attack. So they, they, they make it about something it's not about, and then they attack the character of this political movement the character of the individuals within this movement instead of addressing any of the issues at all. I mean, the issue is about this climate czar person, this, this the, the climate change hoax issue going on. And they don't even talk about that at all. Let's watch clip four. So uh, we're here. I'm here with my colleagues, liberal caucus members, ministers all to talk about what happened last night in Edmonton when the premier of the province of Alberta, Daniel Smith, invites Tucker Carlson right into the heart of my riding. You can tell a lot about a person by the company they keep. And I have knocked those doors in Edmonton Centre. And I know how progressive a riding Edmonton Centre is. I've represented it since 2015. And for Danielle Smith to bring the mouthpiece of the mega conservative far right to Edmonton Centre to spew hate about LGBTQ2 people is beyond the pale. It's deplorable and we won't stand for it. And I can tell you it is completely unacceptable for the premier of any province to say that she wants to put a target on the back of any Canadian politician and my friend and colleague Stephen Gilbo simply for doing his job. You can have respectful discourse in this country. You can raise the issue. You can bang your fist on a table at a FedProv meeting. That's all legit. But you do not summon the dogs of mega conservatism to come and somehow scare, try to scare us and to try to incite violence against politicians of any stripe. It's not acceptable. And if she would take her job seriously, she actually be focused on housing, on climate change, on actually solving the issues of Albertans, like forgetting her ridiculous proposal on CPP, instead of trying to summon uh, evil forces from the United States to try to take on one of our Evil problems. forces what from the, the United States. I think the minister also said this in French. What is the violence that they are bringing to Canada? What is the political violence that you're talking about? Just to be very clear. Well, to put, to, to put a, a target on, on someone's back, for example. To, name what is the evil, to put what someone is the in crosshairs. I mean, uh, spewing hate speech about LGBTQ people, trying to bring the kind of division that they have in the United States north of the border. Um, MAGA-style conservatism has no place in Canada, and it's trying to reach into through our borders. And as Minister Rodriguez has said, conservative premiers, instead of doing their jobs, are trying to invite this wave of populism. And I can tell you, it's making newcomers nervous and fearful. People in the LGBTQ2 community do not feel safe. We have people who want to run for office that take a look at what happened last night in Edmonton and say, why bother? And that is not good for the political commons, and it's not good for Canadian democracy. <laughs> So they're saying that there was a call for violence. All she said was that she was trying to get this guy fired. How was that even remotely close to a call for political violence? And what does it have to do with LGBTQ people at all? Frankly, I have interacted with some of the most right-wing people that perhaps exist in the United States. I've been, I guess, fortunate enough would be the the, the way to phrase that. I don't know. I've I've... I have interacted with people since I've worked at InfoWars and guests that have come on and different people that I've had the privilege of interviewing and just speaking with 
who are so right wing that they make me look like a communist. And I don't know anybody in my personal life more right wing than me in terms of political ideas, in terms of belief in freedom and individualism and capitalism and freedom of religion and accountability at the, at the political level and justice. I mean, basically the same things that everybody in the MAGA movement sort of believes. I am 100% diehard. I didn't sign up for it. I already believed it, and then it happened, and now I'm ready to roll. I am on board. And I have interacted with these some people that are so right-wing, it's like, ugh, sometimes I'm like, ugh, really? You, you think that? But I have never once, ever in my life, interacted with someone, had a conversation with someone of the right, of the MAGA movement, who has once suggested or advocated for violence against racial minorities or anyone in the LGBTQ community. I have never, ever heard, and these people are extreme, some of them. I mean, people that just would love for civil war to happen right away, they hate the government so much. And I've never, ever heard anyone so much as make a remark that they celebrate or love or condone or endorse violence against someone because of their sexual orientation or gender identity or whatever. I've heard people say that they're opposed to identity politics and that they think this LGBTQ thing is ridiculous and bad for our kids. I've heard all those criticisms. I've stated those criticisms, but I've never once heard someone say, hey, you see somebody out there who's trans, you should beat them up. They should be beaten. I've never, ever heard that. Nor I don't support that. I don't think anybody at InfoWars supports that notion. I've never talked to anybody, and I've spoken to the right of the right in this country, in this movement, since getting involved in this political conversation. And they're trying to turn that interaction between this lady and Tucker in Alberta into a call for political violence because they said they wanted to get the guy fired? What does that have to do with violence at all? Meanwhile, the Democratic Policy, the policy of the Democratic Party is that as soon as an individual begins to show signs or symptoms of potentially identifying as a gender other than the gender of their birth, they should be sterilized by the state. That's the official policy from the Democrats of what they think is just. Or if we want to use Canada as an example... What was it? 4.1% of all deaths in Canada last year were because of physician-assisted suicide. I think over 13,000 Canadians died because of this suicide pod. Speaking of a call to violence, if you've ever looked at the ad for these suicide pods, it's about the only ad you've seen in the last 10 years that has only white people in it. The Canadian ad for the suicide pods is all white people really excited to kill themselves because of their cancer. You want to talk about political violence? You want to talk about political violence? How about the 10,000 people crossing the border every single day? I have report after report on this very desk of violence and crime as a result of this, not to mention the terrorist activity that's certainly going to Manifest as a result of this policy. You want to talk about political violence. You want to talk about political violence or calls for political violence. Well, they called us insurrectionists and traitors and extremists. We're the only ones who actually got killed on January 6th. The Ashley Babbitts and others. The protesters killed by the government. 
government which failed to protect the people or the capital on that day, a government which actually catalyzed the events which took place. If you look at all the evidence, if you read Revolver News or study Darren Beatty's amazing work, it's abundantly obvious that the party of political violence is the Democrats. I mean, look at what Black Lives Matter did to every city in the summer of love. Burning down police precincts, chasing after Kyle Rittenhouse, and then trying to lock him up for murder when he was literally being chased by convicted pedophiles who were coming after him. And everybody still seems to think that he killed black people. Nobody was a person of color who he defended himself against. You want to talk about the party of political violence? How about the party that funds Nazis in Ukraine for a perpetual war which should have ended abruptly after it started, but which we have elongated artificially because of our funding and weapons and supplies that we've sent, resulting in the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people? You want to talk about political violence? How about the weapons that we left behind in Afghanistan, which wound up in the hands of Hamas, which attacked Israel on October 7th? They knew that was coming. It's done with our weapons. Are you you're telling me we didn't know that that was going to happen on the 50th year anniversary of Yom Kippur? There wasn't going to be a terrorist attack? Come on. We didn't know that they were importing gliders in? Or that they had our weapons? Or that Iran was taking the weapons from Afghanistan and selling it or giving it to Hamas? We didn't know. We didn't fund it. You want to talk about political violence? How about the fact that we are funding the defense of Taiwan right now and doing everything we can to provoke Xi Jinping to just take it over because we've allowed this dementia in chief to be president. You want to talk about political violence. They're calling us politically violent. They're calling us evil. The evil MAGA movement from America has no place in Canada. We're the evil ones while you fund every single international conflict that results in perpetual bombings, rapes, murder, Human trafficking, money laundering, and corruption at its core. I mean, these people are the epitome of politically violent, of evil. You want to talk about political violence when they're locking people up for decades just for being associated with groups that were at the protest on January 6th, regardless of whether or not these individuals were actually there. You want to talk about political violence. You want to talk about political violence when they take one out of every four dollars that you make in income tax. And if you don't pay it, they seize it. And if you resist, they enforce the law with violence at the end of a gun and they take you in and they lock you up and it's tax evasion and you're in prison. You want to talk about political violence. They're calling us politically violent. They're calling us extremists, us radical. When they fund every single war, when they open every single border, when they bail out every single domestic terrorist associated with the right political movement, they get arrested at a Black Lives Matter protest, they get bailed out. You want to talk about political violence. They're calling us violent. We are not violent. It's very obvious that we are not violent because if we were violent, this would all be over. And I'm not saying that we should be violent. I don't believe that violence is the means. I don't think it's the way yet. I think that we need to do a number of other things before we even consider any sort of violence. And frankly, I only believe in violence and self-defense. I think it's the only time it's appropriate. But they would know if we were actually politically violent. And calling for someone to be fired is not the same thing as calling for violence upon that person. I want Joe Biden to be fired. I don't want violence upon him. I want Hunter Biden to be charged 
prosecuted, found guilty, and imprisoned. But I don't want violence upon him before that, even though he's the most evil person I can think of. Yet they call us politically violent. I can't even think of a right-wing sponsored violent action. I guess maybe the Charleston protest with the guy that ran over the protesters, but that was, that was a, the Charlottesville, thank you. That was, that was a rogue guy. That was a rogue act. What about the violence of basically every single mass terrorist activity that happened sponsored by our government in the last 50 years? Many of these radical killings and bombings, whether it's the Ted Kaczynski's or others, were as an outcome of MK Ultra, which is a government-sponsored program that screwed up these poor kids and manifest in their insane levels of violence later on down the road in their lives. I want to talk about violence, and they blame the guns. They say, oh, if you want to have a gun, it's because you're violent. It's, guns are the reason for all this violence. I'm telling you, guns are the reason that this country is as free as it is. Now the Democrats are even coming out and proposing a bill to effectively ban militias because they're so concerned with our political violence. Why are they disarming us if we're not being violent? Why are they trying to say that we can't have our own militias, that we can't actually defend ourselves? Why are they trying to neuter us every step of the way? Why are they trying to control all of our money, all of our food, all of our businesses, all of our time, all of our property, and ensure that we can't do anything about it? We can't say anything about it. Otherwise, we'll be banned from social media or imprisoned. We can't show up to protest or assemble. Otherwise, we're part of a terrorist uh, organization and we get recode. We can't vote for the candidate we want to vote for because they're going to remove that person from the ballot or that person's going to be a criminal, right? And they're going to persecute him and prosecute him. Now they want to take our guns away. I mean, basically, they are systematically attacking every single right that our founding fathers fought for, every single right that we were given by God himself at birth. And they're calling us violent while they do it. This is the worst instance of gaslighting I think I've ever seen in the history of a political conversation. More on the other side. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special, the last half of January 2024, is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. 
premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. Just fired up a space on X. Make sure you join there if you want. We're going to take calls. Oh, in the next 30 minutes or so, we'll start taking calls. I'll put out the number in a little bit, but there's more news to cover. So I wanted to get into the story about Democrats proposing a bill to effectively ban militias. So a pair of Democrat lawmakers introduced a bill that would effectively outlaw militias in the United States. Senator Ed Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, and Representative Jamie Raskin, introduced the Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity Act on the anniversary of the January 6th Capitol protest. Now, keep in mind, I don't think any of the organizations that were at the January 6th insurrection were actually armed. Obviously, there was the intelligence community-sponsored pipe bomb, but they haven't identified 
whose that was. And I think Darren Beatty might actually be onto something when he says that it was the government's all along. But the bill seeks to limit most militia activity, creating criminal penalties for people who engage in certain conduct, including intimidating elected officials. It's already a crime. Why do you have to have a bill for that? Interfering with government proceedings, already a crime, obviously. You're putting everybody in prison for January 6th. And pretending to be law enforcement, also already a crime. So what is this for? It's obviously not for those three things that are claimed. It must be for something else. Otherwise, they wouldn't be wasting their time writing it. Marky claimed the bill will prevent another January 6th incident while citing fake news about the events that transpired. Quote, three years ago, white supremacists affiliated with paramilitary organizations stormed the U.S. Capitol, shattering windows, walls, and the families of five U.S. Capitol police officers, Senator Markey said in a news release earlier this month. So, first of all, they're saying that this new legislation is going to prevent another January 6th from happening, but, but they've already prosecuted everybody from January 6th because it was already illegal. So... <laughs> fact of the matter is, folks, they don't want anybody organizing for a common defense because they want total control over every aspect of our lives and they don't want us to be able to do anything about it. It's as simple as that. And we know that the vast majority of gun violence in this country occurs with small arms in between gangs or criminals or people who know each other. It's not this sort of random mass shooting phenomenon that adds up to all the gun violence in the nation. It's not January 6th protests or hate crimes against someone because of their race or ethnicity or religion or sexual orientation or gender identity. The mass amount, the the vast majority of gun violence occurs it's gang related. It's, it's, it's crime on crime. It's people who know each other. It's, it's in the inner cities between these poor communities who have a culture of crime and violence. So why is it that they're coming after the malicious? Something that's explicitly protected in the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America. Well, it's because they know that the political climate in this country is about to get even hairier and they don't want anybody coming together for the common defense. They want to make sure that they have complete control over the political dynamic in this country. And they don't want anybody doing anything like declaring themselves independent or defending themselves or organizing together to protest. They want to ensure that we are all unarmed, silenced, compliant, and working so that we can give everything that we earn over to them. It's as simple as that. And they're keeping the border wide open so we can import as many new people as possible into the country to live the same enslaved, subjugated lifestyle that we are living and that we have succumbed to. I want to show clip one here in a second. Apparently, anybody who comes out against this open border is a bigot similar to those who opposed school integration after the Civil Rights Act of 1964 passed. Let's run clip one and see what Joy Reid had to say about this immigration debate. And and very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, 
it's it's very it's very simple. You know, if you're the Republican Party, you're you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. You know, so I think once again, going into this image of you know who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy, I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. The party of democracy. I don't know how it is that you can run for office in this country, swear an oath to protect the Constitution of the United States of America, which doesn't mention the word democracy once, and then advocate for a different form of government than the form of government the United States is supposed to be after you've sworn an oath not to change the form of government of the United States. It doesn't make any sense to me how they get away with it. And it's Ultimately, just indicative of the fact that they don't care what's actually constitutional. They don't care what's actually true. All they care about is manipulating the psychology of their constituents. They want to make sure that the people are as dependent as possible on the government so they can justify ever expanding that government. And that ensures their power forever until every individual is rendered powerless in this country and relies on the political class for everything in such a state of desperation that they will give anything for even a modicum of relief of their suffering. That's where we're at. And I don't understand how it is that people fall for it. I mean, maybe everybody's too stressed out or too busy to pay attention. Maybe I'm just a special type of person. Maybe the listeners out there are just special people. Maybe the crew here is just a certain personality type where we're irked by corruption and so we pay hyper close attention to what the political elite are doing which makes us privy to information that the general public isn't but i don't understand how it is that we go from a revolutionary war over a two percent tax on tea or whatever it was we declare independence over a tea tax among other things of course i know and then now one out of every four days that you work, you work for the federal government. We're on the brink of going to war basically with the world because all of the money that you do pay in your sort of enslaved, subjugated state to the federal government is funding these international conflicts. And then our own border is left wide open while we fund the protection of everybody else's border. And no crimes are... Are, are prosecuted in our judicial system if it's a crime against you, if your house is robbed, if you're robbed, burglarized. Likelihood of actually going after that guy and catching the guy who did it is totally low. And the politician that you want to vote for is perhaps not even going to be on the ballot if the Democrats get their way. I don't think they will, but that's what they're trying. Basically, we've gotten to a point where you can't say what you want to say, otherwise you'll be censored. You can't spend your own money because it's being taxed. Now they're trying to track the other money that you have with this new digital currency so they can totally control what you spend, when, and how. You can't do what you want with your time. You can't spend your money how you want. You can't say what you want. You can't vote for who you want. And if you complain about it, you'll go to prison or be falsely accused or prosecuted or persecuted. They don't want you to have a gun to defend yourself. And if someone attacks you, they're not going to bring justice to that person. So we basically have no rights, and the government does everything except for the things that it's supposed to do. And everybody's sort of cool with it. Everybody's just using their turn signal, driving to work. 
Everybody's just watching their Netflix or their HBO. Everybody's playing on their little Nintendo Switch. Everybody's trying to get the high score, having a great time. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for having a good time. I have a good time all, all the time. But how can you truly enjoy yourself and live life knowing that every right that we ever had is is gone? I mean, people think that they have health care in this country because it's mandatory to have health insurance, but it's more expensive now than ever. I mean, we are totally enslaved by the government which promised to set us free. More on the other side, folks. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The real red pill plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, 
we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. start taking calls here in a few minutes and open up the spaces on X as well to get some feedback. Make sure you call in 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. We'll cruise screen some of those calls and let some people request to speak here on the space and cover some more news in the meantime. So talking about this sort of globalist trend among our political class, I just I, I just have to show you this clip of Trudeau reaffirming his commitment to Ukraine. This is clip number five. It's just a minute long. I can't believe that the leader of any nation for their first conversation of a year would reaffirm their commitment to another nation than the one that they have actually been elected to represent. Let's go ahead and run five. My very first call this year was with Volodymyr Zelensky. Who wanted... To know know. that Canada still stood with him, that Canadians still stood with him. And I told him, yes, we do. The Canadian government and most of the parties in the House will continue to stand with him. But Pierre Polyev and his conservatives chose to vote against support for Ukraine, calling it a faraway foreign land to appease Putin apologists like Tucker Carlson and those who enable him. While he does that, we have people like Yvonne Baker and Mark Gerritsen who are showing our liberal government won't back down when it comes to standing up to bullies and fighting for democracy at home and around the world. He's literally just complaining about somebody who's got a giant X account. That's it. I mean, Tucker, all Tucker Carlson is is... A person with opinions and a giant audience. He's got no formal authority. He's not an official pundit anymore on any major network. He's not a politician. He's not a bureaucrat. He holds no office. And all Justin Trudeau can do is complain about Tucker Carlson. I tell you what, if you are in a position of formal authority where you're elected and you actually have real power, official power, and you're complaining about someone who has informal authority, no actual power, only influence that has been given to them by millions of people because of their integrity, then that's a serious problem. If you actually have real political power because of an office you hold and your biggest threat in your mind is someone who has no political power, just opinions, that's a big problem. I mean, look, Martin Luther King, informal authority, no real power but was a leader because people chose to follow him. Jesus Christ, 
no formal authority. I mean, obviously son of God, but this is just a guy that spoke the truth that performed miracles and people followed him. They chose to follow him, right? So Caesar's freaked out. Pilate's freaked out. Pharisees are freaked out. You don't ever want to be a formal authority complaining about the influence of an informal authority. The reason the informal authority is so powerful is because you have abused your formal authority. Let's hear from Timothy Lastly in the uh, space here. Timothy, can you unmute? Oh, looks like I'm not able to hear him. Uh, we're having that same glitch that we were having before. And the crew, so I'm going to disconnect from the uh, the Bluetooth here, and I'm going to reconnect to see if we can actually get him get him back on here. Give me a second here, Timothy. All right, try it again. Try it again. My check. Yep, how's it going? Great. You sound great. That's all I had to do is reconnect. Fantastic. Good morning, America. Uh, Chase, thank you very much for filling in for Harrison. Harrison, I hope your family feels better. Uh, America. Um, Dr. Francis Boyle went on InfoWars first and told the world that airborne HIV was released by Fauci. And it'd be really cool if InfoWars, the archivist, could get all those clips together because I want to I want to share that with the world so that we're reminded exactly what's going on. Long COVID is nothing but a airborne HIV. God bless. Wow, fascinating. You know, I haven't looked I haven't looked into that enough. To, to know any of the details about it. Of course, I've, I've heard some of these, these rumors and, and murmurings around it. I'd be interested to hear if anybody else in the space has some opinions on that. I do think that a lot of the long COVID is actually caused by the, the vaccines for sure. So my dad, for example, despite ha- me telling him time and time again not to get any of the vaccines, especially not the mRNA vaccines, got the vaccines for work reasons. So they could, he could go to meetings and things like that. And, he was diagnosed with long COVID because he had COVID, but really, I think that the uh, the side effects that he was experiencing were as a result of the vaccines. What do you think, Timothy? It's very possible that it's both. I think it's a binary weapon system. I think that the, they released it, and then they needed the vaccine to actually amplify it. And I think that they're also using 5G technology, cell phones, the gambit, the full gambit. See, every act of government is an act of political violence towards humanity every single act and that's what they're doing so i wouldn't put it past them and it's up to us to drop our sheepish kind of understanding of the world like oh they never do it to us but they're actually they actually did it and they're putting a smile on their face and telling us that it's just turbo cancer so So, yeah so is your opinion Um, that, that we shouldn't have any government at all or just small government no my opinion is is that we have full accountability in government in fact if anything we could do exit interviews and then find out how much corruption. This is uh, from Tin Man from the TMI show. We could do exit interviews and find out exactly how much corruption has taken place in their tenure and then charge them accordingly. Or we can put shock callers on them, like my <laughs> idea, like actual, like if they violate the Constitution, let's put some shock callers on them. We're at that state where we need actual fail-safes in order to protect the entire planet's population. Sorry, but we are. Yeah. I'm with you. Raymond, what do you think? I've had to use the speaker. Chase, thank you very much. I appreciate everybody in this space. This is great. I'm glad you're making great use of that space. This is beautiful. Um, this whole COVID thing is, I don't know. I, I, I believe we're beyond COVID situation and getting to bigger, scarier things uh, that, are, that are coming up across mm-hmm. the border. Uh, you know, yeah, I think who could really speak up on this that's got super eyes on the ground 
that's in spaces right now is beyond the mask in April. They've even had running with border patrol and everything else. They can really tell you like what's going on with everything, everything. I appreciate your time. Take care. Thanks for speaking, Raymond. Christy, I added you as a speaker as well, but before we go to you, Christy, let's, let's hear, let's hear from uh, Beyond the Mask. What's up? Of course. Hey, how you doing, Chase? Good. Thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for having us on, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, this whole vaccine thing, I think it's all a, a ploy. Uh, my wife was actually vaccine injured from, uh, what year was it? 1981. 1981 from a DPT shot. I'm sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah, she has Guillain-Barre. So, yeah, there's, uh, these vaccines, man, even though they say they're all for health and stuff, uh, they're really not. You know, it's just they put it out there to, to deteriorate our body and just to, to, get, to get rid of us. I mean, we're the new, uh, we're, we're cattle to them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, it's what a great way for them to make money to treat you for an illness that you don't have and say that you won't get it. Let's hear from Christy. Christy, what do you think? Hi, Chase. Thank you so much for letting me have the opportunity to speak. What are we talking about? The uh, COVID test? Yeah, we've been talking about the COVID that's coming. Yes, yes. Um, I would say for my perspective, and I believe what Beyond is saying about what her, his wife is doing, and I feel sorry for you, Beyond, about, um, about your wife, you know, in pain right now. I'm sorry, buddy. I feel bad for your wife. Tell her that I'm praying for her, okay, Beyond? But anyway, like I was saying, um, go ahead, Beyond, what were you going to say? I was going to say thank you for those prayers. Yeah, not a problem. Just let her know I, I care about her, and, of course, I'll be thinking of her. Anyway, um, I just want to say, Chase, that I think that this new COVID shot about what Beyond is saying is absolutely not for sure happening down here, but I just hope that this COVID season goes away for my family and for the rest of my friends and my life that I have coming up, you know, for the future. Um but no, I just think that this COVID season is a horrible idea, Chase, and I'm 100% on board with what you guys are going with and what you guys are going to come up with to help us. And I just want to say thank you, Chase, for having me on here. And let's work together as a team, everybody, and let's try to get over this COVID season if we can and try not to get everybody sick. And if we have to be shut down again here in California and where everybody lives, let's just deal with it. Because you know what? There's no big deal for us to get sick out there, right, Chase? That's right. Thank you so much for, for speaking on that. And I think you had some great points there. We do have to come up to a commercial break here because we are live on the air on Terrestrial Radio as well on InfoWars. You can check us out at InfoWars.com forward slash show. We're streaming the video version of this as well on the InfoWars X account. And uh, obviously this space is running, but we'll be back in just a few minutes after this break to have more speakers come forward as well as take calls from the old school traditional landline. In the meantime, make sure you guys visit InfoWars.com or InfoWarsStore.com. It'll be the reason we are still on the air by supercharging your body's defenses with some of the great deals that we have available to customers. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or Wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, 
where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter, and you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body's detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. Puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser filling in for Harrison Smith this morning. He'll be back tomorrow. His family's just sick today, so he asked me to come in and fill in for him so he could help his wife take care of their little ones. Let's hear from Michael in Ohio. Michael, what is on your mind this morning? Hey, good morning, Chase. Um, morning. I'm, can you hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm wondering this now. There is a movie. It's about the border situation. There is a movie that's coming out in 2020, coming out in April. It's about the border situation, like a civil war happens. Yeah, I think it's called civil, civil war. Crisis. Yeah, it's literally called civil war. They're getting brazen. Do you think that they foresaw this happening? Like, how far in advance do you think they're going with this? Like, were they like, okay, let's do this. So then in that case, they're going to just, they knew they were going to react this way. Or what do you think about that per se? Yeah, I, I would have to look to see when the writer wrote the script. But yeah. I think that yeah. basically ever since Trump was elected, the Democrats have had it in their mind that there was going to be a civil war. Sure. No, that makes the most sense out of it, though. Yeah, it's just really brazen right now. That's the most, uh, I guess you can say that's the absolute most the stunning thing about it. And it's interesting, too. You know, it's funny how they say we're racist because we love our borders. That means Ukraine must be Nazis because they are. So kind of a funny right-wing joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. It, it's so funny because oh. they, they, they criticize us for being neo-Nazis all the time, but then they literally fund Nazis and give them standing ovations in Canada's yeah, parliament. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's asinine. And have you seen that cemetery in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, where they have the Iron Cross with the Ukrainian symbol in the middle of it? 
Yeah, I saw that. That's insane and ridiculous. This is the most, I guess you can say, the most advanced gaslighting that we're receiving right now. But, you know, you know, even it's crazy. I know leftists, like ardent leftists from cities like Detroit and Chicago, two people I know, and they're even suspicious of the situation with the border. So, you know, something's happening. I don't know. I like to be a po- optimist, but it's just a crazy situation altogether. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of crazy, I actually do want to take an opportunity to show you guys this clip. Apparently, this is a Planned Parenthood clip that is going viral for reasons you'll be able to tell as we as we play it let's go ahead and run clip number 17 here this is what sex means and it's geared toward kids let's watch this sex means different things to different people generally speaking society tends to define sex in a very narrow way penetration penis into vagina but where does that definition leave queer people or folks who can't or don't have penis and vagina sex and choose to have oral, anal, or another type of sex instead. Sex is defined by one thing and one thing only, you. Maybe that's being fingered for the first time. Maybe it's having anal sex. Maybe it's having your first orgasm. Maybe it's masturbating for the first time or when you enthusiastically consent to sex. That's the beauty of your sexual journey. You're in charge and you can figure it out on your own terms. Choosing to have sex, when, what kind, where, who with, is something that only you get to define. Wow, isn't that just fantastic? Tin Man, go ahead and unmute yourself. Let me know what you think of that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, all the stuff they got going for kids now. <laughs> I know, it is insane. We've only got about a minute left before the break, the- but go, go ahead and what, what you had in mind. I wouldn't say something on the border like nobody's thinking about the electoral college. You know, if Texas leaves, that's it. There's no more. It's all it's all going to be leftist craziness extreme. I mean, that's it. There'll never be another conservative in office. Yep. If Texas, yeah, if Texas leaves the union or if Texas becomes Democrat, which won't happen anytime soon. I mean, it could happen in the next 20 years, I think, but probably not in the next 10 then it's over for for as far as the White House is concerned forever in this country. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, a, you know, bust up the union to save the country. But then at the same time, if we stay in the union, too, we're going to get destroyed at the same time. I, I don't know. It's a hard situation. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, banks and stuff. You know, they, they all they all want us to split. They always they always want that separation. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, man, we're coming up on a break here in like nine seconds. We are going to be back in exactly one minute. This is just the break after the first five minutes of the hour for radio, and we will dive more in. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab, and you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com.
Chase Geyser navigates the American narrative in the American Journal. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. We are taking speakers on X Spaces. Right out of the gate, Philip, what's on your mind? Unmute yourself and tell us. Let's do it. Let's get this border secure. Biden caused the problem. I posted it in the purple pill. Let's get it fixed. Biden mm-hmm. caused it, and he ain't going to fix it. Yep, that's the truth. Do you think that he's going to win in the fall, or do you think he's even going to be the candidate? He ain't going to win. I don't think he's going to be a candidate. I think Michelle Obama's going to be the candidate. Michael Obama. Do you think that uh, Trump can beat Michael? Yes, absolutely. The American people are fed up with this. Yeah, I hope you're right, man. Thank you for that feedback. Good stuff. Blue Apples, what's on your mind? Oh, there you go. Hey, what's going on, Chase? You there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Here. I didn't realize I was muted. It's nice, nice to talk to you again. Um, there, can I make a few points? I'm not, I'm not going to take up too much time. Go ahead. I just want to, say what I just you got to say. Points. Um, great. So the first of which is I think that when you refer to democracy and, you know, this country not being a democracy, it's not in the Constitution. Yeah. I think that it's, it's a twofold part. Well, a republic is a form of representative democracy. Everyone knows that. It's not a direct democracy, but I mean, the idea that a republic isn't a, a form of a democracy is, I think, is, is just like, I, I hear people say it all the time and I'm just like, come on, man. It sounds like you've yeah, graduated. I'm, I'm with you on that. But so, so, so when Democrats call something a threat to our democracy, what, what do you think that they mean here's what i'm getting at here's what here's what i'm getting at i just wanted to preempt it with that okay so it's to elicit a pathological and not a logical response right from both sides because now you get people that are like having sort of an incongruent discussion when you say we're a threat to a democracy the presupposition there once that argument is made is that our democracy our system of government however you want to put it has integrity to attack to begin with so when someone is like Mm -hmm. defending the idea that our democracy is under attack they tacitly and subconsciously accept that it's there to attack to begin with. And it's not. That's the whole thing. It's de- our, our system of government has become so eroded that it's impossible to ignore unless you put people into that fight-or-flight response. And then they start defending our democracy, and they start defending the mechanisms of oppression that have made it into what it is. So that's why I think it's phrased that way. Mm-hmm. I think that's essentially how that's authoritarian uh, authoritarianism that's tyranny it, it what does it do a tyrant is someone who elicits fear in his people right because they don't they don't want you to think logically then you start arriving at solutions right so that's what i think about that but i will say if a cursory look at american history when people talk about the idea that our democracy has or a republic or whatever has changed into something other than what it was I agree and I disagree respectfully. I think that when you look at the administration of George Washington, you had Daniel Shea's rebellion. You had the Whiskey Rebellion. You had an expansive, you know, arguably, you know, if you're on the side of Daniel Shea's or on the Whiskey Rebellion, you had tyranny. You had subjugation of militias in the Second Amendment from the inception of our country, post-constitutional exception, uh, inception of our country, not the Articles of Confederation. Right. So. It's important because people, I don't think, learn from that, and that's why we're just in this kind of hamster wheel of things. As it pertains to what you're talking about with the legislation for January 6th, when I was over there preparing for the debate that Zero Hedge hosted with you, mm-hmm. um, I was working with I was working with Ian Crossland, yeah. and I said, you know, what would be a very important thing to do would be to 
show the statute as it exists in the current penal code of what insurrection is defined as, because we need to be having this fundamental, this, this sort of foundation for this discussion where people understand what an insurrection is. And a, a position that people who have been critical of the D Department of Justice's response have had about January 6th, especially as it pertains to Donald Trump and the application of the 14th Amendment, is that no one's been charged with insurrection. Right. No one's been charged with anything relative to it. I think insurrection is 18 U.S.C. 5383. It doesn't really matter. I believe that seditious conspiracy is 18 U.S.C. 5384, the next statute. Um, and I do think some people, I think some of the Proud Boys guys were charged with seditious conspiracy. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because we need to look at that sort of hurdle for the, for the ruling elite and the establishment in Washington. They're not able to connect what's being done to actual insurrection, to actual seditious conspiracy, except for some extreme cases. What legislation can they put on the books to preempt that? So when you talk about something like a militia that is obviously imbued as a right into the American people under the Second Amendment, it's, it's one of the most, it's the Second Amendment, it's one of the most fundamental rights that you have as a citizen is to individually and in concert with your fellow citizens, arm yourselves to defend not only your, your life and your interests against one another, but of course, in an overarching sense against the government. So forming a militia is constitutionally protected. There's no doubt about that. They go after these people nonstop, but how can they put legislation on the books that's going to say, we're going to be able to get around that because of the constitutional precedents we have through case law and then say, like, this is tantamount to seditious conspiracy because you and I have the right to form a militia. There's nothing they can do about that. But if our militia starts doing something like discussing an act, that's independent. You know, you, they, they, what they are doing is they're trying to enforce laws against the actions of a militia. So what if we have a militia, right, and we just want to do a training exercise? That makes sense, doesn't it? Why would you have a militia if you weren't going to prepare? So how can they categorize something? And that's just an example. It doesn't have to be that. Uh, how can they categorize something like that as an act of seditious conspiracy? If I'm, let's say we form, you and I are both in Texas. Let's just say that you and I form a secessionist group. And then it turns into something tantamount to a militia just because that's obviously going to be the kind of demographic of people that join it. And we have a meeting. Well, hey, wait a minute. You're having a meeting on secession. Of course, you can argue it's in the Texas Constitution, but there's plenty of post-Civil War Reconstruction case law that doesn't uh, recognize even the state constitution's statutes that allow for insurrection being applicable to the Tenth Amendment and being protected by states' rights. So if we're simply just having a meeting for secession as a secessionist group, they can categorize that as something tantamount to seditious conspiracy, and they just nip things in the bud. You know, actually, when I first moved here, in all, I moved to Austin in 2014, and I was, um, you know, from the Northeast, I'm from uh, the Boston area, and I was just so excited to actually, like, immerse myself in, tex in Texan culture. And one of the first things I actually noticed was um, down in San Antonio, there was a secessionist group having a meeting, mm -hmm. and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Thought, you know, as a fan of history, this is just fascinating. As a fan of cult, uh, subcultures, this is fascinating. And I was like, I'll head down there and go to it. You know, I, I had literally moved there probably the week before, got caught up with some other things and didn't end up going, which was for the best because they got broken up by the FBI. And I think a few people were arrested. So I just think what the legislation they're doing now and kind of what the real false flag of January 6th was intended as is to have something, and you hear it all the time, they just want to make it into this alt-right, racist, you know, sort of argument that they have against people is that's all they have left is using that as the fodder to preempt moving forward things that are constitutionally protected that they're seeing as 
as hurdles for going after a lot of the people, they won't be they won't be having to face those challenges in the future with the preemptive legislation they're able to put forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are those are some really powerful really good insights. I want to take some of our terrestrial calls as well because there's a lot of people that have been waiting in line to speak. So I'm going to move straight into Andrew in New Jersey. Andrew, what's on your mind? Sounds like a good idea, Texas succession, but the uh, liberals from Houston could mess it up. You would like ruin the new Texas country like they ruined your power grid. You know, when you guys had that ice there. Yeah. That's the one thing I would be worried about, that there'd be enough action yeah. to free up. <laughs> but uh just want to say with uh, Joy Reid, it is um, historically, and all the way through Biden, they were the segregationists. Biden mm-hmm. was uh, praised, and he praised the Ku Klux Klan, Rand Eagle, Jim Byrd. He fought against school integration, and he lied in the debate with Kamala Harris and said it was because of he didn't want the state to say what the municipality did, but he really didn't want his daughter to go to, quote, racial jungle school. And um, now, too, democracy, the Democrats that messed up Houston and the power grid, they run these cities and they allow $2,000 up to, you know, to steal up to, and they're the ones with the border open. So it's a reverse like you guys say, an inversion of reality. They're the ones with the open borders and the crime in the inner cities and the segregation. Historically, plus blocking school choice, that's uh, like a new form of Jim Crow, and they call Trump a racist, but he won two Rosa Parks awards and segregation. He sued the state of Florida successfully to integrate the last segregated uh, golf course He funded the first African-American presidential candidate that had a good chance, Jesse Jackson. He was his major funder. So uh, it's a flip of the the truth. They were the segregationists then and now, and they're the ones that would screw up Texas. (laughs) Hopefully not, but they're the ones that screwed up the power grid and have people stealing money in the city. And And lastly, you just want to say to the protesters and – I was working in the city for C-SPAN, and we have to worry about the protesters when we enter the event. So I was thinking, oh, don't wear the press badge and the blue porter brace, which is associated with video camera bags. Maybe put those in like a big black Ziploc. So that's how messed up the left is. And yeah. I don't want to get older, but I was telling Owen the story where the Democrats were on the city in New York. I went to the bathroom and I was happy that there wasn't anyone masturbating in there because once there was a guy doing that in there, you know, so it fell so low. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, why am I happy? No one harassed me. You know, it's so low that it's yeah, used to yeah, happen. Yeah, when the standards are so low, you know, when the bar is set so low, it's amazing what will make you happy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I agree with everything that you said. And Sorry about that. Obviously, if there's ever any secession or anything like that, there's going to be issues internally with whatever new group is created uh, as an outcome of that. But I don't think that we're there yet on the secession argument. I'm just really interested to see what happens if if, uh, Biden tries to nationalize the state guard, whether or not they actually obey Biden. That's what I'm curious about. Klein, BMX, Klein, what is on your mind? Yeah, hey, thanks very much. Uh, Canada 
speaking here, and I think I can speak for Canadians. Uh, mega, make Alberta great again. Mm. Okay, government, government saying, oh, tar- go, target on our backs. Like, all government does is put a target on our back. Yeah, you, you speed, speeding. You don't fill your taxes. Uh, Mark Passio. Feeding your family off violence and force of the state is inherently immoral. Yep. All you government people, you do have a target on your back because you put the target on our back. If the target is not violence on your back, it's ridicule, criticism, and mockery. You're the ones who opened the border. You're the ones who uh, uh, funded the Soviets for 50 years. Germany, France, Canada, Spain, Italy, Professor Sutton, you guys funded the friggin' Soviets. Mm-hmm. You, 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 we've always been fighting Nazis. We've always been funding Nazis. Government, you put the target on your back when you picked up the badge. All you government people are scum. You're feeding the family, your families, off the violence of the state. I'm sick of it. Amen, Klein. That is the truth. Johnny Freight Train in Tallahassee, what is on your mind? Yeah, let's uh, get back to the uh, uh, the shot. Poison shot. Sure. Uh, I'm a living testimony. Uh, uh, the shot killed my uncle. He was in good health, retired diesel mechanic. They gave him a booster and it put him down. I'm sorry to hear that. My wife had to go to dialysis. And in order to go to dialysis, she had to get a, a valve put it in her chest to take the machine. And they made it mandatory for her to get a... Uh, 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 what is that? They give you tetanus. Mm-hmm. And the damn MRA was in the tetanus. So now she's suffering with multiple symptoms of all kind of shit. I'm sorry to hear this that. Shit is, this shit is unreal. We are, the, uh, we are on the radio, and so we can get fined if there's uh, too many uh, swear words. You know, everybody's got their own cross to bear. But mm-hmm. uh, the stuff they're doing to us is ungodly that's the truth johnny freight train i appreciate your call man and and i'm I'm really sorry that you've had health problems in your family because of these these products big pharma is not anyone's friend unfortunately dominic in kentucky dominic what's on your mind hey jay i'm sorry hey chase it's nice to talk to you and nice to be on Infowars right now Nice to talk to you too what's up uh i want to Maybe lighten up the tone a little bit for a moment. Let's do it. Talk about the Alex Jones video game. I played it when it first dropped, and I was one of the first people to say, why isn't it on Steam? Why can't we, you know, uh, get it and download it and save it, you know, archive it, you know? And uh, now I'm playing it on my Steam Deck, and it's amazing. And I can show it to anybody. And people complain about how short it is, but you can really show people, and they kind of get the whole gist of, what Alex is talking about, and it's uh, it doesn't take too long, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a, it's. But, a, what's your favorite part of the game so far? Um, uh, Alex talking, you yeah. know, just yeah. he says the craziest stuff, and you know, you just love it. But you know, I was listening to your show this morning, and they y'all got a new promo out for what do you want to call it? The you know, for the game, and Alex is just talking about some new stuff, and he's talking about making different kind of games, and I just had an idea popping in my head, and, you know, take it, leave it, it's yours. Sure, what is it? An InfoWars host-type game, because on Steam, they've got a lot of simulator-type games, so, like, an InfoWars host simulator game where you have to, like, 
discern facts and different news articles and and uh, essentially post things to Infowars and try to get your you know uh, get sales up for supplements. And the more supplements you uh, sell, the more like Turbo Force you get. Like you know, it. and uh, you could also have the more accurate you are, the more Infowars gets attacked. So you like you've got detriment <laughs> to to the truth. <laughs> and you could have all the hosts because what I wanted to see in New World Order Wars was I wanted to play as, you know, uh, Owen Troyer or you or Harrison, mm. but, you know, it's just Alex. But you could play as like a number of hosts or even just a new host and kind of build up to eventually maybe doing a show with Alex in the game. Yeah, well, maybe we can uh, get the developers together to put together a DLC for it. So for, you know, $5 yeah, or well, more. I'm talking about like a, whole different, a whole different game. If y'all are just doing games, I mean, yeah. you know, new old, you know, uh, InfoWars host simulator sounds cool in my head. I love it, man. Thanks for calling in and, and giving props to the game as it is and also giving us some great ideas for more developments down the road. William in Arkansas. William, what's on your mind? Uh, the failure of our nation to watching the demise of everything going on. Uh, I spent over 15 years in the Texas State Guard, and I think there really needs to be a clarification of what the National Guard and the State Guard is. Mm-hmm. I spent eight years tied up with the federal military and over 15, as I said, with the Texas State Guard. Um, th- these people are volunteers. The only time they get paid is when they're activated to the governor's office. Everything they do monthly is legit training, certified by, uh, you know, good training people and all that stuff. Um, there are several branches and attitudes, and at the top, they are bureaucrats. They have to be because their ranks are not full of info warriors. Any institution, even the federal military, as you're seeing, what are they doing? They're taking it over through a mindset. You win their hearts and minds, right? It's a slow process. We don't have time to wait for that slow process. Yeah, the, the training for the Texas State Guard is not boot camp for two or three months. Uh, people that are interested in taking back their legitimate state military that goes back to the Army of the Republic of Texas under Sam Houston and, uh, you know, William Barrett Travis and Fannin and Lamar. and how, You know, I can go on. Uh, this is ridiculous at what we're seeing. Um, if you play chess, you know every once in a while that there you come across a pawn on on the board that you just really leave it alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At this point in time, it's a request. Don't hurt none of my fellow volunteers. Don't do it. Because the next time it's not going to be a request. I don't have a problem challenging that so-called honor, faith, hope, and integrity of character that is within our religious and fraternal institutions that claim benevolence. I don't have a problem with this. My name's on the Declaration of Independence. What should I think about that? Anything? Something? Nothing? Should I throw it away? I challenge somebody to erase my name in front of me. We'll sell tickets at the Astrodome. Be sold out every day, right? Mm. Uh, Because I wouldn't stand there. You know, I have yet to be around somebody burn a flag, and I understand the argument on both sides. I'd probably have to walk away before it started. Yeah. Uh, you know, millions of millions of people died to bring us this this freedom. America was not something born in 1776. It started a thousand years before the Magna Carta, right? It started when Spartacus stood up. It started before that, right? So uh, we as Americans were, were hooked on our, our our Astros and our Krakos, you know, and distracted a thousand different ways. Right. Uh, tell them a thousand great lies. Let's let's just distract them one way or the other. 
I believe it was in 1970 that there was an organization called Earl of Dysart um, that was a branch of the CIA, and they said by the year 2000, which we're in 2024, but by the year 2000, we'll have every American addicted to one thing or another, whether it's work, religion, drugs, sports, NASCAR. Boy, they're really a good one, isn't it? That's really progressive for humanity, right? Round in a big fat circle, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, no wonder America's left-leaning. Yeah, it, it's just unreal, you know? Uh, 3% serve. And, and I'm not saying there's only 3% patriots. There's a lot of patriots out there, you know. But most people are sacrificing off the back of others. And when this thing unwinds, it's only going to last 30, 40 days. Because a lot of your key personnel in the federal military are going to say no. And that's going to just quagmire and shut everything down, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's a hierarchy there. And if pieces of the gears are missing, it doesn't function well. And then when that happens, you're going to see the enemies of this nation Prey upon that opportunity because they're going to realize, oh, here comes the fragmentation finally of the military, right? Uh, for all you hunters out there, you need to put your, your Bambi rifle down. Bambi's not evil, right? Pick up your Second Amendment rifle. I, I believe in a worldwide Second Amendment armory separate from any corporate entity and any government, right? Just as our forefathers said, you know, a well-regulated m- militia, not a full-time uh, professional military. You think about that. Well, I'm going to get a, a retirement out of fighting for this military industrial yeah, complex. Well, I mean, our politicians weren't even supposed to, they weren't even supposed to be full-time positions to be, to be representative in That's Congress right. or to be a senator. It was supposed to be this sort of part-time thing that you did as a service to the community or your country out of duty. And you were supposed to go back to your farm or your business or whatever your livelihood was. And But now these politicians have found a way to make millions of dollars, despite the fact that the salaries for these positions are very sort of just normal or, or not, not anything excessive because they abuse their power and they leverage their insider knowledge on what's going to happen in the market. They protect themselves legally because they pass the laws to make whatever they do legal and they make millions upon millions of dollars, all at the expense of the American people. And there is absolutely zero accountability for any of them in the judicial system. I appreciate your call, William. Thank you so much. And I see some more people have requested to speak in the space. We will get to you, especially you, Matt Baker. I'm always happy to talk to you. As soon as we are done with this break, we are coming up on a break here in 30 seconds, which is going to be about four minutes long. And then we'll be back with more conversation about these various topics and more speakers from the space. In the meantime, make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out the awesome deals now available. Supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales. There's no better time to make sure that you're boosting your natural systems and getting your essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients than now. This time of need, check it out at InfoWarsStore.com and be the reason we are still on the air. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 
Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells. And then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. It's your host, Chase Geyser, on the American Journal. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. We are going to be taking speakers from the X space as well as some more calls. Make sure you call on 877-789-2539. The sooner you call, the more likely I can get to you. The sooner you request to speak in the space, the more likely I can get to you as well. Let's hear first from 
fed up with media, fed up. What is on your mind this morning? Yeah, with y'all talking about the border and everything, I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, how important this is to the communities around the country, what's going on there. You know, I'm in rural western North Carolina, and, you know, some people here are just kind of blowing it off because it's like that's, you know, thousands of miles away or whatever. But, you know, we've got – they're busting them into two hours from us into Charlotte. They're busting these people into any big city around the country, and then they spread out. I mean, I've seen them here in my community, and, you know, and it affects everything, and then we're starting to see the displacement. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we've got, you know, a fairly tight community here, and we're starting to see the homeless tick up. We have a, we have a homeless shelter in my county now, you know, all mm-hmm. stuff we never dealt with. And it's all because of this border crisis and the displacement that it's causing. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad, you know, you all cover this so much and some of the other great folks that are down there because it needs to get out there, you know, how much this is affecting every community now around the country with this replacement. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And frankly, even if it's not directly impacting your community or one's community, it still is because it's going to ultimately impact the political landscape in the country and then it's going to impact which states have representation more representation in the house if this actually impacts the census calculations right so even if you're not seeing housing shortages or homelessness go up in your own community or if you're not seeing these migrants flood into your own town or small town or rural area yet it's still going to have an impact on the policies that do impact your life because these people are counted in the census and whether or not they vote is irrelevant because if they're counted in the census, that means that these leftist states with these sanctuary cities are going to have an increased number of representatives in the House based on this sort of lie of who's actually a citizen and who isn't, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. That's one of the plans. And that's one of the reasons they're shipping them here because, as you know, people may know, North Carolina's, we, we fought back some, but we've been kind of teetering on being a purple state for a lot, number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a Democratic governor here, which is also why they're allowed to ship them here. <laughs> He's more than happy, even though we got a, a Republican Congress and Senate. Uh, so, yeah, you're absolutely right, and it's to try to flip the electorate and, you know, especially states like mine that they're trying to flip back to to blue. Absolutely. Thank you for speaking. I appreciate that. Let's hear from Tony in Texas. Tony in Texas, what is on your mind this morning? Yeah, I want to talk about why illegals are flooding across our border and why they flood into uh, red states. Well, just let's go back to the border. Texas has 1,254 miles of border with Mexico. Okay, the governor, which uh, Greg Abbott, he's a globalist bush boy. He goes down there and he shuts down. Two miles of the border leaves 1,252 miles of the border wide open, thumps his chest, flies over to India and talks to India about outsourcing uh, Texans' jobs to India. And not one time while he's in India, he didn't tell India, hey, you need to quit sending your people over here illegally. Because in Houston, that's a huge problem. And another thing, the reason why illegals flood into red states is because the red state gives them full benefits on the welfare system, jobs, everything they want. Let's talk about what Texas, the sanctuary state of Texas, gives illegals. They give them birth certificates. They go to our schools. They go to our hospitals. 
They get in-state tuition. They get car insurance. They can buy cars. They can drive. They can get jobs. The list goes on forever. That's why they flood into these red states. And these red state politicians never, ever talk about cutting off all the benefits to the illegals that draws them into the red states. These rhino politicians in these red states are full of you-know-what. They don't do anything to stop it. And then all these other red state uh, governors beating their chest, praising the governor for shutting down two borders. How stupid are they? You know? I mean, come on. We're being played like fools. These rhinos got to go. This government from all the way from the president all the way down Republicans, uh, Democrats, they're all screwing us to death. And we need to wake up before it's too late. I think you're absolutely right, Tony. Great insight there. Mike in Tennessee. Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, Chase. Always great to talk with you. Um, you I wanted to talk about what's, what's going to come next. And you already touched on it. I wrote a movie script on it two years ago, and that's a Muslim terrorist attack to draw us into a war in the Middle East and to further support Israel, which they've already done a psyop on us through the evangelical Zionist movement. Um, but let me give a little context. I called into Alex Jones' show April 13, 2023. I said, Alex, World War III is not going to come through Russia. It's not going to come through China attacking Taiwan. I said, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to start a war between Israel and the Muslim world. I was right about that. I wrote a book on it. I wrote a movie script on it. I don't want any free products for making a call. <laughs> I just want to share with you what's going to I just want to share with you what's going to come next. Okay, so we know the terrorist attack's going to come next, try and draw us in the war. So what about Trump? Trump has boxed himself into a corner supporting Talmudic Zionists. He even has Jared in his family, and he's boxed himself in a corner supporting evangelical Zionists. So they are going to let him live, and they're going to let him become president again because that's his vulnerable spot. And that terrorist attack is either going to happen right before he takes office, so he inherits it, or right as he comes in, that's when they're going to ignite that. Because they just like COVID, COVID was really mild. What it was, they were war gaming us. They were yeah. trying to see what part of the population yeah. would take the shot. That's what's so crazy about out. it. It didn't matter how dangerous the actual pandemic was. They were still able to get everybody right. to behave. That, that's what freaks me out. So that's what they're doing with this war right now. It's They're going to amp it up to a full-fledged World War III right about when Trump is going to get in, either right before or right as he gets in. Um, because right now, they're just taking notes. They're seeing how many politicians they have of ours that are Zionists, evangelical Zionists, that's going to support us. They've they've taken, you know, a kind of a poll on the on the country. Would we support Israel, which unfortunately so many will. And and because this is an Albert Pike layout, I'll just briefly touch on what's going to come next. Albert Pike talked about starting this war, and what it's going to do, it's going to create a religious vacuum. Because the evangelical Zionists are going to see that the rapture isn't going to come and save them. Uh, please read my book, Chapter 7, that I sent you on the rapture so you understand what mm-hmm. our puzzle is. Uh, that's not talking about Christians flying up in literal clouds. Um once that doesn't happen, and the Muslim Mahdi doesn't come, and the Muslim version of the Second Coming doesn't come, and all these Jews, their military Messiah doesn't come and save them, 
Pike talked about this is going to create a religious vacuum where now they're going to all come into the state. They're going to be disillusioned, and they're going to become technocracy. We saw some of that happen already in the 20th century. Yes. You know, God is dead, and so everybody worshiped the state, whether it was fascism or communism or some other form. And that's why getting your eschatology and understanding what the Bible has to say about these things is so key, because I hear your call-in guys all the time, Chase, and it just it breaks my heart. So many of them say, well, there's not much we can do, Paris, because, you know, uh, the Bible's talked about everything getting worse and worse, right. and then we're going to get raptured right before this war, and, and we just need to evangelize. There's nothing we can do. And even guys like Clay Clark, you know, he, he's fallen for this, too. Everything's 666, and mm-hmm. uh, the New World Order is always 666. And that's part of the PSYOP. They want you to believe that, actually. Right. Right. Anyway, uh, but, but yeah, you're right. That terrorist attack is coming. Look for it right before Trump takes office or right, or right before or right after. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much. Great insight there. Thank you so much for that call. We are cut, cutting to a break here in about 10 seconds. In four minutes after this break, we will be back for one more segment where I'll take some speakers from the space as well as some calls. Stick with us. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around. This stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar, and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, 
bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1 to 5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week. It's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. We have one more segment of the show left before the great Alex Jones himself hosts the Alex Jones Show at 11 a.m. Central Time. It's in 13 minutes from now. Looks like my close friend and confidant, Matt Couch, has joined the X space. If you don't follow him, go ahead and give him a follow. He's an outstanding, outstanding investigative journalist and patriot. Matt, what is on your mind this morning? Man, I've been enjoying the space. Uh, I was trying to make some banana nut muffins and get in here as quickly as I can. But uh, no, the, the southern border thing is bordering on treason. And I see, you know, with everything you're talking about, with the invasion. I mean, if you look at Article 3 in the Constitution, Chase, I mean, the Biden regime, they're not an administration anymore. They're a regime. They're in clear violation uh, of the Constitution at this point. And I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. 26 states now have pledged uh, military support. Uh, it's getting dicey, my friend. Do you think that the Biden administration is going to make an effort to nationalize the Texas Guard? Uh, you know, I think that's what is that? That's so, there's it's like Section 10. I, I was looking into that as well. That you know they could they can basically call them up and then set them down. That's what you're talking about, correct? Yeah, I believe that you can. I believe that all the state guards can be nationalized by the federal government in in the events of like an insurrection. So the last time I think it happened was, was it Eisenhower that did it for the uh, yes. school integration after 1964? Yes. No, no, you're correct. I've been, I've been reading up on this as well. It's, it's, I mean, that's, that's the only play really that Joe Biden has. Texas isn't backing down. They're installing more razor wire. Yeah. I was, I was uh, listening to governor uh, Stitt in Oklahoma speak earlier this morning about how he's already sent support and his pledging troops. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, my governor here in Arkansas, pledging troops and support and financial aid. Uh, we've, we haven't seen anything like this in, in, in multiple lifetimes, Chase. I don't, I don't really, it's not often that guys like you and I are speechless. It's what we do for a living. Yeah. I, I don't know where this situation goes. And I, I don't know how you feel. I don't really, I, I, it's not something for me to be like, oh, I don't really know what to tell you guys. 
I really don't know what to tell the American people right now. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm just glad that these governors are doing something about it because it was getting to the point where I was worried that rogue individuals were going to go down there and just start basically popping, popping off. Right. You know, right. and so yeah, now, that, that's, like, that's now that the states are doing thing. something about it, you know, it, it mitigates the risk of individuals going down there like, you know what, if nobody's going to do anything about invading my country, I'm going to do, you know what I mean? I was worried about that because it would have made the right look bad. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think that was that was my fear as well. And and I told and the folks that have never been to the southern border, I mean, you know, you, you live in Texas, obviously. I mean, so you're in a border state and, you know, I've got a lot of friends in Texas and Arizona. And and if you've never, and I've been to the southern border, if you've never been, folks, and I'm not trying to be mean to anyone here that thinks they're helping out, but I hate to break it to you guys, convoys and flag waving is not going to do anything against the cartels that control our southern border. They are as militarized as our own military. They've got everything from RPGs to the top of the line weaponry to to radars, defense systems. I mean, it's going to take a military to take down the cartel that's running our southern border chase. Flag waving and convoys is not going to do it, my friend. Yeah, I agree with you. Do you remember that instance? I don't know if you remember this. It was a couple of years ago where there was that video that leaked of a Mexican police officer arresting this member of the cartel. And when the police officer recognized who he was arresting, you could see the terror in his eyes like, oh, no. I mean, the law enforcement in Mexico is terrified of the cartel. They are, Jason. And, you know, I – I uh one of the things I cut my teeth on besides, you know, the Vegas shooting in Seth Rich was the Fast and Furious investigation yeah. and just how crooked that, you know, the, the cartel is in, in all of this. For the sake of the and, audience, uh, you can know, you we just kind of highlight had a, what happened with that? With, with Fast and Furious? Yeah. What, what exactly was that? That was an arms deal with the, with the cartel, right? Where our intelligence yeah. community? Yes, sir. Yeah. Eric Holder, you know, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's one of those things where they were basically – uh, it's not, and for those that don't know, it's, it's not the movie, right? It's not the movie franchise, Fast right. and Furious. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's basically our own government. They were running, uh, you know, weapons all, all over the southern border, uh, with, with the, basically the guns that we were selling overseas were coming back in to the United States of America. You know, Holder was even held in contempt of Congress in Fast and Furious back in 2012. And, and, you know, basically nothing was ever, nothing was ever done to him. It wasn't like what you're seeing with Peter Navarro where he's going to probably end up in prison. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. But basically, the U.S. government ran it. It's, it's an elaborating gun walking operation on the Mexican border. Uh, basically, a high stakes string uh, sting operation uh, where the Bureau of uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, Fire, ATF. You know, they basically were were opted to uh, stop the purchases of weapons. And uh, and basically, what happened was that's you know they basically our own government busted our own government. Chase, <laughs> that's that fair wow. to say? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, and of course, Eric Holder is famous for disproportionately auditing conservative organizations and conservative individuals. You remember that? Oh, 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 absolutely. And, 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 and basically, and, and, you know, where I was going this with the Vegas, with the yeah. Vegas thing. So there was a retired Marine Colonel named Matt Mack. You can look him up. Uh, and he basically was, uh, was blowing the whistle on all this stuff. And he was based in Las Vegas, but he was going down to the border and he'd heard things from guys he'd, he'd served with. And uh, the, the type of corruption in our government, and I, have to, I can get you guys this information. I still have all of it documented. And uh, so basically there was an ATF agent that visited him, right, mm -hmm. to try to put heat on him to get him to back off the investigation. And he's keeping on. This is a Marine colonel, folks. And literally he, he tries to find out who the guy is. After we had our investigations team on it, 
and we ended up finding out that the ATF agent that gave him the card was actually an FBI agent. Uh, he gave him an ATF card from the Orlando, Florida ATF office, and he ended up being an FBI agent in San Antonio. So they were even using fake cards. The government was and and lying about their own identities. We've got all the we've got all this information document. I'm going to write a book on it someday. It's crazy. That is crazy. So what did you learn? Tell tell the audience a little bit because I think you're you're obviously most famous for the Seth Rich stuff, and I know that's uh, sort of a touchy subject given some of the the, the rulings and things like that in, in various courts and things like that. But tell the audience what you discovered in the investigating that you did around the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah, so with, with the Las Vegas shooting, I was out there, you know, several times with Laura Loomer, who's, you know, a friend of both of ours. Mm-hmm. And so when we were out there, there, there was a gentleman named uh, Brian Hodge, who was an Antifa, you know, sympathizer. And uh, once again, this, this all goes into the gun running. Brian Hodge was an Australian nationalist, and he worked with Paddock's fiance, Mary Lou Danley, at a casino in Australia for about a decade. And so it's, it's a crazy story. Um, basically, Ed Henry, not the one, uh, not the one that you guys know of that's on TV, but you know, he writes he writes books. Leaked this. There was a memo that came out about three months before the Las Vegas shooting that went out to all the FBI field offices, and he basically said that the FBI memo said that there were Antifa sympathizers looking to coordinate with ISIS to carry out attacks on American soil. Laura uh, and I spearheaded this investigation together and separately, working with uh, you know Rich Higgins. Rich Higgins was the a strategic business planning manager for the National Security Council for President Trump, and he was giving us information uh, because he's a Vegas guy and he was pissed off that nobody was investigating this, and we did. And uh, and basically, this guy was, you know, it's, it's crazy. You can see him in Australia, like 18 hours after the shooting, on television, talking about the round capacity, the kind of rifles that were used, and none of that information had been on the press yet. Uh, it's a dirty, dirty game. I mean, uh, we, we can even tell you what restaurant Paddock, Paddock was eating the night before the night of the shooting. He was eating at the Jewel restaurant in the Bellagio, uh, before the shooting with this Brian Hodge individual. So there's, there's a lot of stuff, man. And like I said, I, I need to write some books someday from all this, but it's it, the corruption with what we're seeing in this country and with your, you know, the border invasion. It's just, it's like nothing's changed in the last 20 years. It just keeps rolling, Chase. Yeah. And it seems like they want to get us involved in, World War Three as quickly as possible. Biden's been threatening Iran, saying if they escalate, then, of course, they'll be met with opposing force. And now they're escalating and we're not doing anything about it. It's it's like it's almost like our administration wants us to get involved in World War Three. Yeah, I think they do, because I think that's how they think the, they stay in power. It's how they continue to fund yeah. the military industrial complex. That's what it's all about, my friend. Man, that's too bad. Well, we've got about one minute left before the show's over, before the great Alex Jones hosts the Alex Jones show at 11 a.m. Central. Is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with, Matt? No, just pray for America, Chase. I mean, we need it right now more than anything. You know, we should all be on bended knee praying for this country. Uh, that, that's, that's where we're at at this point. And just your situational awareness with everything going on, folks, just keep your heads on a swivel and keep your family safe. Good thoughts, Matt. Always a pleasure to speak with you, man. Miss you. We'll need to catch up more off air and uh, reconnect. I appreciate you uh, popping in spontaneously and being part of the space. And thanks to all the listeners for tuning into the American Journal this morning. I am Chase Geiser, the guest host. Harrison Smith will be back tomorrow morning hosting the show. In the meantime, make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales. There's no better time to make sure that you're boosting your natural systems and getting your essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients than now. 
In this time of need, it's especially crucial that we're giving our bodies what they need to function at Optimum Health. And with the brand new sales available at InfoWars Store, we're making it easier than ever for you to do so. Visit InfoWarsStore.com to save 50% and supercharge your body's defenses today while being the reason we are still on the air. Stay tuned, folks. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com, either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. In a letter written to Congress by 10 retired FBI agents, including former directors